The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. The collision of common sense and comedy. Is the collision of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Now there's a lot of crazy every day, but today we are chock full of crazy. Like we got so much crazy, I don't even know if I'm going to get to all the crazy today. I got crazy in spades. Whoa. Crazy across the board. Whoa. I can do six hours of crazy today. Nice. So I'm going to go ahead and give you your choice, Chris. Okay. You can do uh, flag crazy, we could do uh, Nazi crazy, uh, straw crazy, uh, uh, lunch crazy, wow. what do you, I mean, Let's do more. flag crazy. Which flag. one? Flag. You do flag crazy. Yes, flag crazy. Yes, flag crazy. All right. A few weeks ago at a meeting in Connecticut of a little town council. Okay. Connecticut select woman, because that's what they call them in that town, select woman. Select woman. Yeah. Not councilwoman. No, sometimes they're councilwoman, they're select woman, they're uh, what? Assembly. Assembly. So that's usually state legislature, but yeah, they will. Yeah. Sometimes local has that though. A lot of different names, but she's a select woman. Okay. Her name is Melissa Schlag. Who? Melissa Schlag. 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 Chris okay. Schlag. During the uh, the meeting. They usually do the little pomp and circumstance. Yeah. You know, you go in, you do the pledge, read the you read the minutes, do all this stuff. During the pledge, she knelt. Huh? She took a knee for the pledge of allegiance. Yeah, but why did she take a knee? Kaepernick. Yeah, but Kaepernick was doing the national anthem. Right, yeah, but it's a similar you. type thing. But hers was directed at President Trump. Aha! Dude, does Trump even know who this person is? No, no. Does he even know that this position exists? No, no, he does not. So do you really think this is going to hurt him? <clears throat> no, it's not. Okay. In okay. fact, I'm not sure if today even the state of Connecticut will hit his mind. <laughs> There's quite, I mean, does the state of Connecticut hit your mind every day? Uh, no, actually, it only hits me when people are talking about it. Right. In fact, um, if I whatever state I'm living in doesn't hit my mind no, every day. So no, even the Connecticut no. people yes, are should not be... Uh, Connecticuters? Connecticutians? C- Connecticutians. Connecticutians? Yes, Connecticutians. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, so she took a kneel to protest President Trump and his Helsinki appearance. Hold on, sweetheart, yeah. baby. That's already happened. Yeah, it was a couple weeks ago that she did this, though. Oh, okay. But it's just, it's like... just making the rounds, though. Oh, okay. I see, see a lot of these stories, the crazy I have today, are, ho, ho, what's this? I'm on social media, and I see a video of somebody doing something. <laughs> oh, it's the outrage, Chris. The We're all out there. Fake outrage. So there she is, a couple weeks ago. And she's like, son of a bitch. What am I going to Trump? Trump, Helsinki, Helsinki, Putin. What can I, as a select woman here in Connecticut, do? The Pledge Allegiance. Now, the way I understand it, she actually removed the flags from their little their little room. Why? Trump. Yeah, to, but to protest. It doesn't. So she protested. I'm going to take a knee. So she takes a knee. Okay. Now she supported in 2016. She did not support Trump. No, no. No, she did not. No, what? She supported... Hillary? She took a knee during the Pledge of Allegiance. Who did she support? Uh, Bernie? Bernie. She's yeah. a Bernie supporter. Mm. Right, exactly. She said that uh, 
As a select woman, okay, she has received a strong response from her constituents when they said how they. She yeah they they did respond. <laughs> how did they respond? Doc? Well, some were against it, but oh. some supported it. <laughs> some some were... so... <laughs> shut up and do your job. Yeah, it was, but it was a strong response. <laughs> you know, that's your way around it. They're like, so you know, what did your constituents say? It was uh, a strong was response. A strong response. So was it all positive? Uh, there was, it was some, a strong response. It was, it was yeah. a strong response. They are engaged. <laughs> when they asked her about it, she said, I felt nervous when I did it, but I also felt powerful. You felt powerful. She felt powerful. Took, when you took a knee against the Pledge of Allegiance. And Trump and, and Helsinki. Trump and Helsinki. Right. And the flags. Right. Mm-hmm. She felt nervous, but then she felt powerful. I'm going to say she probably felt empowered at that moment. Yeah. You know, now quick side note, let's say you really despise Trump. Okay. Politically speaking, you're against everything he stands for. Okay. You think all of the bad things about him that have been claimed are true and you got to do something, but he's been president for a year and a half. Mm hmm. Yeah. He was elected almost two years ago, plus yes. his candidacy. And now, just now, because of Helsinki, you're like, nope, I was fine. I was fine with all the other crazy things that people have claimed that I've seen. All of that was fine. <laughs> you know, I was on the fence. Should I kneel during the pledge? No. He just said, grab her by the hoo-ha, you know. No. And election night and all this, but this was her line in the sand. Helsinki did it, Chris. Helsinki did it. That was the moment she was like, nope. That's it. Now I've got to kneel. Got to get it done. Oh, sweetheart. Remember, she felt nervous, but then she felt powerful. Fake outrage. Then they asked her about a little more about it, and she said, if I don't speak up, those who can't won't be heard. (laughs) Catch it. Well, what do you... She said, if she doesn't speak up, those who can't won't be heard. How about that? Mm-hmm. Poo-poo that, Chris Cruz. If she doesn't speak up, those who can't, will they be heard? No, because they can't. They can't, exactly. And can they be heard now that she's speaking up? Uh, no. They no, because there's be... some people that can't speak up. Yeah, who can't speak up, first of all? Mutes? How many That's mutes do one. we have? Can't they sign? Can't yeah, they draw some a picture? Of them, some of them aren't like mutes, but they can still like make sounds like sound like a word yeah you got computers that like uh Stephen oh, Steve Hawkins. Yeah, i can speak of i want you to stand for the right i mean you could do any of that stuff maybe you meant metaphorically can't okay. speak up politically can't speak up. okay okay who in america does not have the right to speak uh let's see um uh, hold on i, I know mm-hmm. this one yeah. Oh, 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 black people, they can't speak. No, up. they absolutely can. Every one of these groups absolutely can. Mexicans. No, they, they can't. can't too. Illegal immigrants. Yeah, even can. the illegals sadly can. Whoa. Yeah. Maybe she means around the world. Okay. Aha. Here we go. So she's speaking for the people of North Korea when Does she she's know? kneeling during our pledge. That seems. Huh. If I don't speak up, those who can't won't be heard. Oh. Let's say people protesting Trump. Okay. They have not been able to speak up, but I see lots of people. I see people beheading him yeah. in effigy, right? I mean, yeah. okay. Yeah. 
Well, that seems like an odd statement, but let's move on. She's made some other statements regarding her kneeling during the Pledge of Allegiance. And again, remember, this is Connecticut select woman Melissa Schlag. <laughs> I'd be protesting that name. <laughs> Maybe she she said, I didn't kneel because I hated my country. I knelt because I love my country. There it is. Free at last. Free at last. This will go down in history. In history. They'll put monuments and this will that be up there. Daniel I didn't kneel because I hated my country. Nay. She didn't say that, but I think we'll, we'll put yeah, that in yes, there. It yes, just yes. adds that extra zing you need for a statement like this. Get a preachy I, voice. It really does. It. I knelt because I love my country. My country, my country, my country. And then she explained that a little bit more. Oh my gosh, sweetheart, that's it. There's nothing more explaining to I you. I think this will help clean up. because you're this like, This is a cherry on top? It is. Okay. She said the Pledge of Allegiance doesn't have anything to do with the flag, in my opinion. I pledge allegiance <laughs> to the flag. Right, doesn't have anything to do with the flag, Chris. Of the United States. And the republic for which it stands. It has nothing to do One with nation. the flag. No, none. Under God. Yes. I didn't kneel because I hated my country. I knelt because I love my country. The Pledge of Allegiance doesn't have anything to do with the flag, in my opinion. I love how she she said, in my opinion. Right. Because she knows you eat it. You pledge into the flag. It has nothing to do with that. What? What? What does it have to do with it? The actual object, the flag of the United States of America. She went on to say, I believe in our country and I love our flag in the United States of America. So there, Chris. So you you will pledge to that. Chris, Chris. I don't think you understand here. Now, I, you know what? I don't. You don't think it's possible Mm. for me to to stand against Chick-fil-A but love their chicken? No. If you want to stand against it, you don't want to support them. You don't want to even look at it. You want to say it the other way. Okay. I can't uh, hate chick. Or I can't uh, hate chicken, but go in and love Chick Fil A and everything on their menu. No, you can still do that. See, it's- they're the same thing. <laughs> I can pledge allegiance to Chick Fil A chicken. Okay. Because we know Chick Fil A has nothing to do with chicken. See, but this is in the name, just like a pledge allegiance. What are you talking to- about? It's in the name. It's chicken. No, it's not chicken filet. It's Chick-fil-A, Chris. Okay, a baby chick. Okay? Sorry. I didn't mean to get all technical there. It has nothing to do with the flag. Such so there an you go. idiot. She, I believe in our country. I love our flag, and I love the United States of America. Just for that and comment, she go. should be recalled. Interesting you say that. No. Republican gubernatorial <laughs> candidate Tim Herbst. <laughs> of course, he had to get in on oh, this action. This is some... pause for a moment and say... Let's say you and I are walking down the street today. Okay. We're walking. And we see some dude. We don't know. He's on the street and he's screaming at clouds. Okay. Foaming at the mouth. Doing obvious nutty ass things. Okay. Okay. Maybe he's naked. Okay. Maybe he's eating dirt. Okay. Okay. Whatever it is. Whatever In fact, I saw a guy like this the other day. But regardless, do you have to come out and offer a statement? You may no. you may say to me, "Oh my God, Doctor Guy, cray cray," and I'll go yeah. right, right, or we'll you know make a comment. To, but you don't have to go on record. No, you the world, the rest of the world, no. everyone else walking down the sidewalk, they know he's cray cray. Yes, right. So you don't have to, uh, people of the sidewalk, Boop. people, attention over Boop. there, over here, over here. I want to go on record as saying this guy is bat crap crazy. Just so you know. <laughs> In fact, I want you to know officially, I. They know, too. They know. This is one as a society we all just 
pass. You don't look at him. Don't look. Just keep walking. Mm-hmm. And if you are with somebody, you go, oh, my gosh. Maybe you text a buddy and go, this guy, look at I just passed, right? That's how we respond. We know this. This is our culture. This is our society. Yes. You, as a GOP gubernatorial candidate, do not have to comment on this woman. No. She made the statement. Yes. The Pledge of Allegiance doesn't have anything to do with the flag. <laughs> this is the equivalent of eating dirt, screaming at the clouds naked on the sidewalk. You're cray-cray. <laughs> yes. Right? Nobody yes. today was going, I'll bet Tim Hurst. Supports that. Also, right. Yes. Thinks that the flag has uh, nothing to do with the Pledge of Allegiance, has nothing to do with the flag. We know this. But of course... In our political world, you've got to come out and you've got to make something of this. And not only do you got to do that, you got to go big with it, baby, big. This is his statement. Okay, I'm ready. Or at least part of it. He had oh, so many words, come so on, many people. words on this. She needs to resign immediately <laughs> because don't leave it up to her constituents to decide. No. Uh, as a gubernatorial candidate, you should recognize that her constituents have the right to put somebody cray cray in. Yes, if that's what they want. Mm -hmm. She needs to resign immediately. One of the things the flag stands for, it stands for our freedom. It stands for our democracy. It stands for the fundamental ideas that we have a difference of opinion. Uh, Catch that? It stands for the fundamental idea that we can have difference of opinion. Unless you kneel and go against it. Yes, exactly. That's the line in his, the sand for him. Yep. We absolutely can have fundamental ideas. That's what the flag stands for. But damn it, you stand for the flag. Now. That stands for we have fundamental difference of opinions. Yes. We have the right to fundamental differences of opinion. That's what the flag stands for. But unless you stand for the flag, you cannot have a fundamental difference of opinions. (laughs) (sighs) Kind of a catch-22 there. A little chicken and the egg. But then he went on to say, but we all stand in respect for our flag. Okay. You can have a fundamental of opinions, but not about standing not about for the, the flag. flag. The flag is the line. You cannot. Right. Not- right. Exactly. Because many people, including my 93-year-old grandfather, who's a veteran, uh, fought in defense of that very liberty that the flag resembles. Hmm. Okay, if you're invoking him in all of this, you are just sensationalizing. Yeah, so you're just trying to. I'm not doubting he did it, and I absolutely support veterans. Yeah, and I get their sacrifice. Did he? Did he really support the flag primarily? No. Or even though he may, and people may get ticked off, and you may agree with the gubernatorial candidate as I do, stand for the flag, show respect. Why are you insulting people? Absolutely, I agree with him on that. However. It's not the priority. The priority is everything else, like the Constitution and freedom. The flag, although a representation of such things, you, gubernatorial candidate in Connecticut, Tim Herbst, are being sensational for the purpose of politics. Yes. You are not quite, but heading in the direction as bad and as cray-cray as this naked, dirt-eating, cloud-screaming woman. Yes. Unbelievable. That's a lot of craziness. Too much crazy, Doc, for this morning. How are you feeling now? <sighs> upset. You feel upset? A little triggered? Yes. A little triggered there? I just want you to remember the big takeaway here. Okay. The Pledge of Allegiance to the flag doesn't have anything to do with the flag. Are you okay with that? I'm not okay with that, but you know what? In today's world, yes. When there's 182 genders, when there's babies, when there's... Chick-fil-A has nothing to do with with chicken. 
You know what? Yeah. Pizza Hut has yeah. nothing to do with pizza. Well, gender has nothing to do with the genitalia. Hey, there it is. You got the whole thing. <laughs> How do you put that out if they're her? If you're her. Well, the Pledge of Allegiance it. doesn't have anything to do with the flag. In her little mind, she's like, yeah, this is this is um, outrageous. I'm not going to place the flag, but I stand the flag. I love the flag. I love the country. No. Well, you know, it kind of goes together. No, it no it has nothing to no, do with the flag. Nothing. This is two different things. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Comma, in my opinion. <laughs> Right, that's what she did. She oh. did have a moment of senility there. Yes, one moment of clear thought where it all came back, where she was like, "Oh crap, I just said, in my opinion." <laughs> that's what I think. Right, all right. So I think uh, that's a whole lot of crazy for the first segment. Maybe we take a break and oh, uh, come back and regroup. And uh, see, but here's the thing: we got more crazy to get to. When you usually say that means you got a lot more coming. Oh, I got a lot of crazy to get to, but I think this will give you a moment to kind of catch your breath. If that's that cool, you ready? Yeah, I need some earth water. Good, so. good, good deal. To get a break, you'll come back with more crazy on the morning blaze. This is the morning blaze with Doc Thompson, only on the Blaze Radio Network. With Doc Thompson. Uh, lots of tweets coming in, and uh, uh, there's going to be a lot today. There's going to be a lot because you are going to learn a whole lot about crazy today. <laughs> you are going to learn a whole lot about crazy. Get them in with the hashtag what I learned today. Kool Aid with a drinker saying today is Trigger Chris Cruz Thursday. Yeah, no, that's... I think it's trigger everybody today. It's not just me. Oh, yeah. We're all going to be triggered. Yeah. I was triggered. You're going to be triggered. Uh, Stephen English put woman kneels for Pledge of Allegiance. The question isn't why. It's is she hot? Okay. Thank you uh, for mentioning that. I did. Um, I was remiss. I did not properly execute my, my duties. Yes. Uh, Chris did not ask the question. No. Kirk Jones, I don't know where the hell he was asking the question. That's uh, pretty much his only duty. Right <laughs> I, yeah, I was asleep. Sorry. I yeah, that's know, what he's, I know. he's like. Uh, but uh, as see. it turns out, uh, no, she's not. Is, she, is that a Hillary Clinton muumuu? Yes, she's got um, she's got one of those hippie chick sundresses on. Sundresses on, you know, women well, those can be very yes. nice. Those can be, but when you're the hippie chick and you don't wear the right type and all that, it you, <laughs> you know, you see, am I right? <laughs> yeah, she looks like she just rolled out of bed. Yes, yeah, right. She, all and, she's missing is the cat. What's and the cat? That's the better picture of her. <laughs> you pull up the uh, one from the, far the, away. The, yeah, it is exactly <laughs> the one with the fat guy. It looks way better than her. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because far away, if I said, Chris, I want to introduce you to somebody, you may go, Oh yeah. Yeah, there we go. We got something working. And I said, you can't squint. Yeah, with the eye squint. Yeah. I've had a couple of beers yeah. and a couple of shots. <laughs> and a little cocaine. A whole bar back. Roofies. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> might get that done. By the way, seriously, where's her cat? <laughs> and by her cat, you mean her cats. Many, yes, many, cats. many cats. I'm sorry. Where are her many cats? If she doesn't own at least three cats, I will be stunned. Yes. I'd be willing yes. to put money. Yes. If there's a way to find this Look out. at her. She's the typical cat oh, crazy she is lady. So, so many And she's the person she's that sees a cat, you know, walking by the street by himself. Cat rescue. Hey, come here. Come kitty. Yeah, and the cat's like, seriously, I'm fine. I, My life I, is good out life here. Is great. I'm running the streets. I'm, I'm banging cat. other cats. I'm the top cat. 
I'm mousing. I live like a king. No, let me take you in and protect. Round, get off me. Get off me, crazy woman. You know they do that. Cats yes. don't want to be like that. No, they're independent. Right. They're independent. She's like, damn it. Come on. Get off me. And you know what he's saying? What is he saying? She's crazy. Yes. She's saying he's crazy. I'll bet she thinks the Pledge of Allegiance doesn't have anything to do with the flag. And you know that cat is right. He's right. <laughs> he's like, look at the crazy eyes. Uh, they say the same thing about uh, Ocasio-Cortez, right? <laughs> yes, it She's does. She's got the crazy eyes. Run. <laughs> Supreme Chip saying... Uh, uh, Connecticut gubernatorial candidate invokes veteran grandfather like Doc Thompson invokes factory mom worker. Um, I appreciate uh, where you're heading with that. I, I don't know if I agree with the entire statement, but you know, I kind of got with some of it. You know, I, okay. I agree with the whole statement. I uh, get the uh, tweets in uh, with the hashtag <laughs> what I learned today. Lots to get to. Oh, I got to share uh, with you the uh, information regarding iTarget Pro. What is it? Uh, that Their website is itargetpro.com. We oh, got to okay, get good, that out because I'm not sure anyone knew that. No, are you sure? I don't think so. And then we've had some question over, is it EYE Target Pro? Why would it be EYE? Because my eye is oh, targeting oh, with the Pro. You know, if I was iTarget uh, Pro, yeah, both of them. I will buy... IEY Target Pro. You know, you get down the rabbit hole of buying websites. Yes. Trying to work your way around all the stupidity yes. of people trying to figure them out. Yes. It's endless. Yes. It really is. You're like, okay, then it's EYE Target Pro dot US and dot this and dot whatever. <laughs> you get all the dots. Right, exactly. It's you, I, the letter I, targetpro.com. Uh, order it today. It's going to help you increase your skills when it comes to target shooting never know when you're going to need it when it's going to be life and death when it's going to be protecting your family to be skilled mm. and based on uh some of the recent rulings at our circuit court level out of the yeah. Northern circuit court of appeals uh you're going to have less challenges at this point Good. To your gun ownership and being able to open carry that's awesome make sure you are skilled get the iTarget pro system it helps you know where your shots land when you're dry firing essentially because it comes with a proprietary app you put on your phone a little laser round in there so you could fire and fire and fire and you look at your phone and you go oh that's where i'm hitting i've been clustering here i'm all over the place boom get it done still go to the range of course of course still do that stuff as well but probably one uh one trip to the range would probably cost you a good chunk or all of what the iTarget pro system costs you it's 89 dollars <laughs> online 10 percent discount with the promo code doc you get it for about 80 bucks and there you go yeah. $80. Yeah. iTargetPro.com, but don't forget the promo code DOC. Becklesphere is saying, Doc, Maxine Water is proof that some voters wants cray cray. Right, exactly. We've got them all around us. Yeah. We are not talking about people who have a different political opinion, maybe more liberal, mm -hmm. some maybe even progressive. I mean, that is an ideology that many people have. Yeah. Right? Okay, yeah. great. And as you get into it, if you're not over-emotional, mm -hmm. many liberals, if you sit down and you go, guys, come on, you know this doesn't work out. They know some of the flaws, but yeah. they still got it. But then there is just crazy. Yeah. And Maxine Waters at this point is crazy. Yes, Sheila she Jackson is. Lee is crazy or irretrievably stupid, maybe a little of both. She, she is nuts. What about the hat lady? What's her name? Uh, Frederica Wilson isn't nearly as crazy. Okay. She's, she's a little cray-cray. Okay. And it's easy to conflate those. I mean, they're both black congresswomen. Mm -hmm. And Frederica Wilson wears the, 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 cowboy, the hat. cowboy hat, yet yeah. she's from Florida. Yeah, I know. I know. And, right, so, that, so don't you think yes. she's from yes. Texas? Yes. Yeah, no, that's uh, Houston. Yeah, because uh, we all know that cowboy hats are a key thing in the Sunshine State. Oh, of course. <laughs> that's how you identify people from Florida. Yes. It's like, mm -hmm. cowboy hat. Oh. 
Florida. Sunshine State. Florida, there you we're, go. We're in Florida. Oh, Orlando. Oh, that's nice. Right. TJ Topping saying the State of the Union speech has nothing to do with the union. No, it does not. Mm-mm. Absolutely. Uh, Justice uh, Spruck, uh, Spruck and Bronut saying that that Connecticut chick looks like she was released from a 30-day psych evaluation and has and recently has that in that morning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and by the way, let me also point out the national anthem has nothing to do with an anthem. Whoa. Nothing. What about anything to do with the nation? No, nothing. So None it's just this. a national anthem? Mm-mm, mm-mm. Yep. Nope, nothing. Nothing whatsoever. Wow. Yeah. So it's just the. That's all it's it is. Just, it's, it's the the national anthem. It has nothing to do with the nation. It has to do with the anthem. It just has to do with the. That's it. Now you figured it out. I mean, that's the crazy world we live in. The only way <laughs> that you so can true. get through yeah, this so is to just kind of accept the crazy. Yeah. Go into the into the car. Right. right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you're, if you're going to stick around with yeah, us just, for a while. Just go for it. Yeah. If you're not going to off yourself, then it's a matter of saying, okay, I don't agree with it. And I know it's wrong. I just have to know that that's just the new norm for a lot of these Let's people. Go. We have the little secret underground of not crazy people. <laughs> This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson, only on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. Okay, a lot of crazy to get to. Many, many bits of crazy to get to. Okay, I'm ready. Um, not all of it is going to be presented by me this morning. No? No. In fact, I've already realized I am going to run out of crazy. <laughs> I may have to um, carry some of this crazy over to tomorrow. Oh, I'm already okay. like, seriously, okay. I am backed up. Like, Okay. What about if we, you know, so, so you say you're going to call a friend to take out the baton and continue the crazy talk? Uh, like kind of a, a, like a relay, relay? A yeah. crazy relay. Um, now, I think, I mean, I'm sure Pat's going to have some crazy today, oh, too. Oh, Pat will have crazy today. You know, today. and all different. I got um, his show prep. Trust me. I don't think you got many. There's a lot more crazies. Oh, uh, yeah. I got stuff I haven't even got. I So I went through, and then I've got a stack of crazy I haven't even gotten to, like, ready to like wow. present, I haven't even fully read. Oh, you haven't it. fully like gotten all the. Oh bullet yeah, points and out. I'm still backlog. Yeah. So I got crazy. So maybe uh, Pat and I will coordinate, and he'll have different crazy mm. today, and we can what cover about that. Glenn, that Glenn. Glenn's gonna, gonna have, have some crazy some too, crazy? and then we'll present some of this on the news and why it matters. By the way, that's in podcast form. Yeah, now did you too. see that? I did, and it's doing real well. So it is. Uh, iTunes, Stitcher, all the usual places. Just look for the news and why it matters, and uh, that way, if you're not a subscriber, yeah, um, or you don't have it in your cable system, it, you could still get and it. And the cool thing, I think, don't you also get the overtime in that podcast? You do. I think. So, and I'm not 100, percent but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it is. The is it? Is yes. yes, yes, you do. There Chris. we go. Yes, you so do. I, yeah. So overtime, which I'm sorry, but the, <laughs> out of the whole show, I think I love the overtime better. is better. You know why? I think because Glenn, in his mind, almost doesn't think it's real. Yes. So he kind of lets his hair down a little yes. bit. Yes. Uh, like you. Did you see what he did with the with the flower where he put it? I'm just moving on. I'm not. No, I'm not going to talk <laughs> about that. I'm just going to move on and say you're going to want to listen to the podcast. <laughs> yes, you do. Uh, yes. It's the news and why it matters. Look it up where you find other podcasts. If uh, if you don't like the crazy. 
Okay. Which a lot of people are like, hey, this is great because yeah, I'm crazy yeah, too. Yeah. But if you don't, you need someone to help fight the crazy, and that would be Patriot Mobile. Ooh. You can fight the crazy simply by switching over to a Patriot Mobile account today at patriotmobile.com slash dots. So That's by switching do. my mobile company, it, yeah. I'm fighting against yeah. the things I don't like. Absolutely. It's like uh, switching to a really quality toothpaste. You're brushing anyways, but you get a better quality toothpaste okay. that actually has fluoride and stuff like this. Mm. You're not brushing your teeth with jelly anymore. Mm. Um, it's actually going to do some good. Mm. Okay. See, so using like Verizon Wireless or um, AT and T or any of these Sprint, and it's like uh, brushing your teeth with jelly for conservatives. Oh, it's just. I mean, you're getting some sort of service. You're going through the motion, whatever, yeah. but you're doing as much damage, or yes. maybe like brushing your teeth uh, with like barbed wire barbed or something wires, like yeah, that. That could be a lot more damage. Right. So in the long run, it's actually hurting you. Yeah, but it's not like Patriot Mobile could give me good offers. Yes, they can. They give great offers, a uh, great uh, coverage, uh, customer service. Price. Mm-hmm. The whole thing's out there. So switch today, patriotmobile.com slash docker, 800A Patriot. Right now, the deal that they are offering for you to entice you to switch because a lot of people have expenses when they leave. Yeah. Oh, you got to pay off your old phone or whatever. $1,500 per account. Whoa. That's huge. Because I mean, if you got a really expensive phone, eight, nine hundred thousand dollars or whatever, it's still $500 to pay any back taxes yeah. or fees or anything like that. $1,500 per account. Plus, you can get a Motorola E4 or E4 Plus for just four bucks a month. It's Patriot. Mobile.com slash doc. All right, continuing with a little crazy today, Nikki Neely from speechfirst.org. Hey, Nikki, uh, Nicole, how are you? Oh, are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah. So uh, the University of Minnesota has implemented new gender identity policies. That sounds pretty crazy. It's it's proposed, so they're um, they're accepting comments now. So hopefully they'll be listening to you and they'll realize <laughs> just how crazy they are um, and just how unconstitutional they are. But um, it is a proposed gender identity policy where if you use someone's preferred pronoun incorrectly, be it a student, be it a staff member, you will face disciplinary proceedings up to and including firing or expulsion. Wow. Okay. See, I'm going to screw that up by accident. Yeah, I mean, right. it's not even going to be like intentional, like okay, not necessarily like, oh, I looked at Chris and thought he was a man. So I said, man, and I didn't. I mean, I'll just say she when I meant he all the time. Right. And therein lies the rub. Will you get a free pass the first time? Will you get a free pass the second time? I mean, you think about all the people you interact with on a daily basis. Maybe you're a freshman, you're in a dorm. There's hundreds of people in a dorm. You're taking four or five classes. There are 30, 40, 50 people in a class. How are you supposed to track all of that? Oh my is God. it an accident? Or, I mean, honestly, what if it is something that you just don't want to do? Um, the University of Minnesota is a public school, which means they are a state actor and they are bound to uphold the First Amendment. This is compelled speech. Wow. That's a great Supreme point. Court, so, not so, into it. Yeah, so first you have by accident. Number two, why is the onus on me to go through, and as we've learned, it's not even a 50-50 roll the dice. I got a shot at getting it right. 182 genders or anything else they could claim they identify with. They could even make up their own. No, I want to call my preferred pronouns are zippy. Right? You got to say that every time. But then as you point out, what about my rights, including First Amendment rights? Right. And, you know, it, it does. It gets very confusing very quickly. They have a list um, on their, under the policy of what possible pronouns are, and also what possible genders are. Um, but then, I mean, I, I saw something that the University of Kennesaw, or the Kennesaw State in Georgia had, 
they put out in the spring a guide. It was a it was a chart as to how to conjugate all of these new pronouns. Right, it's like flashbacks to high school Spanish. What is the multiple? And I can't even pronounce some of these. There are X's, there are Z's, and so I mean, oh my gosh, this you're falling down this rabbit hole at this point. I don't know if I could conjugate just without all of these. I wow, that's not good. I don't even know what conjugate yeah. is. No. But, um, to, you know, to, to force students to do this and to do it, I mean, essentially at the point of a gun, if you're threatening to discipline somebody, um, is something that is really scary um, and is really like, you know, if you're trying to create a sense of community, because I think probably at the end of the day, that's what they want. You know, we want to create a sense of inclusivity. If I am scared that I'm going to call somebody the wrong name and I will get in trouble for it, I'm just not going to talk to that person at all. Um, that's uh, that's that a great point. Scary, that undermines community altogether. You know, there's another. What if, uh, what if I go ahead and fo- follow along with this, Nikki? I'm, I'm at University of Minnesota, and I'm like, you know, like we're talking here. We know it's crazy, but I'm like, fine, I'll abide by their rules. And uh, when I say he, I say something like this. Oh, or him. Um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give that to him. Or I make little air quotes with it, or whatever. I mean, technically, I have called him by their preferred pronoun, but would I be in trouble for that? You might. And that's there's a lot of gray area. And who is going to be the part the, the body that is looking at this and and adjudicating this? I mean, do they have a skin in the game? Are they going to want to come down like a ton of bricks on people? Will I, as a straight Asian woman, will I get more leeway than you? I mean, you know, who is going to be who's going to feel the brunt of this and who's going to get the free passes? Is it going to be, you know, I'm dyslexic. I forget. I get confused. Um, and who is, you know, is it going to be someone who, who doesn't have a lot of juice, who is a first time college student who oh, they're gonna doesn't get have a, a, right, who doesn't have a parent who is a big donor that doesn't get the free pass, who ends up being the example that's made of. Yeah. Um, any, any emasculated straight white dude, you know, first year in college, freshman or whatever. Yeah. He's, he's just going to be stomped on for this stuff. Cause I mean, I, if I was a faculty member, I would absolutely be willing to challenge this. And what I would do is do uh, like the comical eye roll. Like, you know, like, oh, her, you know, or something. Well, I mean, I would challenge this every step of the way and wait for him because there's no way this gets upheld. There's no way that you can force someone to do something like this. I think you're right. And I think if, if it ends up going through, I think they're going to face a court challenge just from day one. So I think this is going to be tied up. So I'm actually I'm surprised that their general counsel has allowed this to even you know, get this far to get to the proposed comment stage. Unless they feel like um, they can keep pushing this and testing it, that maybe people won't challenge. And then over time it will become accepted in the norm. Maybe they feel like this right. is kind of their chip. Yeah. Away. It feels a little bit like, you know, do you remember Jurassic Park, how the velociraptors used to throw themselves at the fence to trust to test. For- <laughs> right. <laughs> it feels a little bit like that where like, let's see if it sticks. Like, let's see if this actually sticks this time. But I mean, I do think that it's just that somebody's going to get, somebody's going to sue them right away. Yeah, I uh, wow, this is just so much extra work. That's the biggest issue for me. So much extra stuff to consider. It's been bad enough over the last 10, 20, 30 years to deal with all of the uh, workplace seminars you have to take about what is appropriate and what is not and all the changing rules when a lot of it's just based on people being way too sensitive. That's been more uh, difficult enough. Yeah. All so right. From now on, I'm just going to say, hey, you. And that's it. That's, that's my thing. <laughs> right. Well, think, yeah, think about all the people that are like, yeah, give it to that person over there. Or how do you call them a person? Give it to that over there. Mm. 
Is that okay. that would be trouble yeah, then one too? Of the, trouble. One, of the, one of the genders you can choose is two spirits. So I mean, there's that. Two <laughs> spirits. <laughs> so how does that work? What, would, would you say that was out of Kennesaw, Georgia? Um, no, this is this two spirit is, is under the University of Minnesota policy. Oh, oh, under theirs. So did they list what they yeah. are? They can. They, yeah, they list a bunch of genders. So gender fluid and asexual, and yeah, the two spirit was my favorite. So, yeah, because I've heard gender. that one before. But did they limit it to the ones they listed, or did they say here are some and there could be here others are some, as well? And then you can, yeah, there here are some, there are others. Yeah, you can choose your own. I mean, let's not forget the kid out of the University of Michigan who chose His Majesty as his preferred pronoun, and the school okay. freaked out, but they had to respect it. <laughs> they're just they're screwing with him now. That kid's just yeah. screwing with him, and good for him. That's it. That's me. You know what? That's where Chris and I would live. That that would be uh, it right there. Nickel. That's I would best. make it like 18 characters long, like impronounceable, <laughs> and then just get pissed every time they screw it up. And it's not that, it's this. Right. I would just, you know what? It, mine is gender fluid, so you have to know every moment. Every no moment. matter what you yes. say. I, nope, it's changed. How dare yep. you? It just changed again. And it yep. just changed again. That's, I, Nikki, I think that's the way you battle it. You battle it with mocking it for yeah, what it's worth. Ev- even the people that support this know it's crap in their yes. heart of hearts. They yes. know that. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Nikki. Appreciate it. It's a freespeech.org, or excuse me, speechfirst.org, right? Right. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks so much. Appreciate you joining us. Nicole Neely, uh, speechfirst.org. You can check it out and we'll share a link to the story because I think the Blaze had it up. Too, yeah, the right? Blaze had it up. Yeah. Okay. It's give me offensive. the list. All right. So the personal programs, I mean, Pronouns of choice are he, him, his, none, prefer not to specify, she, her, hers, they, them, theirs, zeezer, zeers. Okay, the zees ones are hilarious too. And as gender identity, you could check off agender. Yes, agender, which one? No, 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 agender. What if I want more than one? You said agender. No, it's not like a space gender. It's just one word, agender. Does that mean genderless? I have no idea what that means uh, and if it does own. then you say well no it's even if it's the exact same yeah. thing you go no i'm genderless that person is agender you could just keep going nuts with and by the way it says agender and under says you could enter your own enter then, your own then why have options why even put it up there right yeah right you're, just you're put, steering people with this uh, uh you know what i want enter your own what's your gender enter your own yeah 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 which one did you enter no no, no that's my, my gender enter your own enter your own oh, that's, that's a right good one, yeah. which does sound like a <laughs> yes it does sexual uh, identity doesn't another it? one is gender non-conforming what is your gender i enter my own <laughs> <laughs> that's a failure on there gender queer i don't enter other people's gender i enter my own <laughs> kirk are you with me i'm with you on that one yeah. do you uh, do you uh, enter your own or do you enter other people oh What's i enter your, my own okay good good Oof. Uh, genderqueer, men, non-binary, prefer not to specify, two-spirit, So non-binary. Woman. So that, that could be um, singular, it could be triple, Which it's one just not dual. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, it's not very specific. Then what's after that? Uh, prefer not to specify, uh-huh. two-spirit, which that's a good one, uh, and a woman. <laughs> this is great. Yeah, we got to mock this more. That's that's the way out of this one. Yeah, this one is just showing the absurdity of all this stuff. And quite frankly, uh, I don't care. And I'm sorry if you have this much time. Yep, go get a job. 
How broken are job. you as a human being? Yes. <clears throat> go get busy. If you're actually on this going, none of these fit me. You don't understand. I'm not a gender or enter my own. I'm not. What was that one? Gender, gender queer. Not I'm not me. whatever. I'm vliggity snot. Whoa. I'm a vliggity snot. And damn it. Oh. Nobody recognizes that. <laughs> you are so broken as a human being. You, you are. Help. You need help. You're crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need a list of genders to choose from. You don't need protections from the University of Minnesota. You need extensive, intensive psychotherapy and a crap load of meds. You're waking up to the morning blaze with Doc Thompson, part of Generation Blaze, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Okay, do we got more uh, tweets? We do. They're coming in. People learning about the crazy. They are learning about the crazy. Ho ho, was this? Doc says I enter my own gender and no bell. Um, I think that one was. Uh, that was. That was pretty obvious. That was yes, straightforward. That was yes. not uh, subtle. No, 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 no. Uh, snark saying I'm done. I don't care what your preferred pronoun is. From now on, my preferred pronoun for everyone is dumbass. I like that. That's Kinda good. Kind of channeling the, uh, the foreman in there. You're right. That's um, the red foreman. I That's Cor- my preferred uh, gender. <laughs> I am Corbin saying the best way to avoid the pitfalls of misgender or dead naming is to refer everyone in the fourth person. Ah, I like that. That's really what solid. What is the fourth person? How do you address someone? By the way, my uh, preferred uh, pronoun is Rachel Dolezal. <laughs> That's mine. You can't do that. I think I can. Rachel Dolezal. I think that just triggered me. Is that what did it do? Yeah. That just um, triggered me. Well, it's just changed, so you don't have to uh, worry about it. Oh, it's now, it's okay, now Sean okay, King. Okay. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome statement to make? Yeah. And I'm no, my preferred pronoun is Rachel Dolezal. <laughs> By the way, which is not, none of these are actual pronouns, no. either, which is so stupid. No. That would, that would be called a noun. <laughs> Proper noun. Uh, my gender is MAGA. Oh, that's triggering too. That There's so much fun there you could is. have. We need we need video of sitting in places where they're serious about mm-hmm. this, where they ask you what your preferred pronoun is. Yeah, and maybe that's we should do a video. Okay, we go out and we're like a place where people are sympathetic to this, and you ask them, "And what's your preferred pronoun?" And they're like, "Zim zippity zappa pop pop." I bet you. And they, when they ask you, go, mine's MAGA. <laughs> I bet you if you ask that question, I say half of the people will say, what do you mean what's my preferred pronoun? That's a good, that, well, yeah, you're right. Huh, interesting. I don't think this is. I would in, love to have a boss realm. who is about this and just challenge him every day on it with that. And, and, and just keep changing. And they're like, how dare you not know? Yeah. Well, you changed. That's because uh, I'm gender fluid. fluid with this stuff. Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to know every day or don't address me. I bet you could just, just hammer them with this. Want to read a little more crazy? Yeah. Oh, yeah, please. Go for it. Yeah. Santa Barbara City Council has banned the use of plastic straws in restaurants, bars, and other food service businesses. Yeah, so I heard Starbucks is going away with the plastic straws. Starbucks is. They have transitioned or are transitioning to from straws cups. to the sippy cup type yeah. thing, which is what it is, which 
You still got the plastic cups. It is so millennials. Sippy cups. Right. That's what it is. You, you it looks just right like now. them. Yeah. You now said the hell with straws. Yep. I want well, my sippy, sippy cup. cup. Yep. And I'm going to bitch until I get it. <laughs> until I get it. Sippy cup. <laughs> That's actually a great description. So what they've done is if you take the traditional plastic lid on the Starbucks plastic cups mm-hmm. that has just a little X cut in it for you to shove the straw yeah. through. That's gone away. It's solid across the top, yep. except over at one corner, it comes up to a raised piece with a hole in it. So it's a sippy cup. It's uh, like the uh, hot coffee cups, the tops you put on that come to that race thing. It's the same principle. And they've done that. And while that would theoretically put less straws into the landfills and end up in the ocean or whatever, you're still not dealing with the plastic cups. The plastic problem that you say is a plastic problem. Right. Yeah, that's so, I mean, it's, I guess it would help, but it's not good. So uh, Santa Barbara is not the first city to do this. San... I think San Francisco, I know Seattle did it. They have banned plastic straws just in the last couple of months because of Starbucks. And a lot of this came about because of some nine-year-old saying, we need to ban this so it doesn't get stuck in the neck of, of birds that are migratory and the fish. Yeah, because a plastic straw stucks right around the neck of birds. Got it. Gets stuck right in the gizzard, Chris, right down in there. That's what happens. Um, which, you know, I hate to see that for most birds. I mean, I'm hoping yeah. the geese get them. <laughs> But most birds, it's like, you hate to see that. But I see that Tassin just throwing straws at the geese. Oh, absolutely. Eat this. It's it's yummy. Here, geese. Here, geese. Try the straws. Put some sugar water on it. So they... Yeah, exactly. I Sometimes I go into Starbucks, just take extra straws to throw out there for the geese. Spread them right out there. But no, is it proven that it is doing that much damage? I mean, yeah. I don't like the fact that plastics don't break down, you know? So, yeah. okay, we can address this. But the laws banning it is my problem. Yeah. But Santa Barbara has done something that is kind of new in this whole debate. Okay. Again, it's not the first time it's been banned. No. Other places, even in the U.S. Okay. They're the first city to have put really strict punishments, including jail time. For straws. Yes. If not killing people If you violate the plastic straw law, the ban essentially in Santa Barbara that you could spend six months in jail, be fined $1,000. Oh, my gosh. Can we start giving illegals some straws? Right. At least maybe they'll lock them up. And then As it would be they different. walk in. No, they probably get a uh, pass on this stuff. Immunity? Well, no. Look at this. You've got uh, the, the Governor uh, Cuomo of New oh, York pardon who seven. pardoned illegals, even though they had committed other crimes. And has not pardoned other people with similar violations. So the only thing different between the ones that he pardoned and the others are the fact that they're illegal. So they are now above the law. So, Chris, that's a great point. Why wouldn't they say, well, yes, we'll lock up anybody except the illegals because we're also a sanctuary city. <laughs> that's of what happened. Their craziness, again, comes in conflict. That's where you're at. Unbelievable. Now, the other funny thing about this, we don't know if this will actually help. Okay. Let's say America as a country Mm -hmm. said we are banning plastic straws. You can't manufacture them in this country. You can't sell them. You can't possess them. We are treating this stuff worse than, than we've treated marijuana. Okay. You cannot have this stuff. Well, then only criminals will have straws. Yeah. And let's say you could wave a magic wand and make sure they never exist in America again. You've still got the rest of the world. I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, there are some countries that have far more people than America. India and China each 
a billion more people than America has. China is one of the worst uh, offenders of straws, putting yeah. them in the landfills, yeah. because they have 1.3 billion people. And although they are not at our level of consumption with a lot of stuff, straws are cheap. And that is one of the things that they do use a lot of. Third world countries that don't have enough food often will still have straws. Wow. These things are so cheap. They're everywhere. So there's that as well. We don't know if it's actually going to do any good. But don't let that stop you from creating a law. It didn't stop you from creating laws about guns. They create all kinds of gun laws or anti-gun laws and doesn't mean it stops it. Hey, if you want to understand what's really kind of going on with Russia today, how mm-hmm. they want to you know, kind of put the USSR back together, mm-hmm. read uh, Brad Thor's new book, Spy Master. The Washington Post says, Thor convincingly portrays Russia as a reborn Cold War era evil empire hellbent on reconquering its former territory. Some of that is absolutely true. Granted, this is fiction. And it focuses around the counterterrorism expert that he's written about in the past, Scott Harbath. Mm-hmm. His mission in this one is one of the deadliest ever. It starts with a rumor in a remote cabin in Norway. This American intelligence officer who's um, charged with trying to stop the you know, next world war before it begins. It's called Spymaster, and it's awesome. People are loving it. Check it out today wherever books are sold. It's Brad Thor's new book. Many are saying it's his best ever. It's Good. called Spymaster from Brad Thor. Look for it today. Believe it or not, you are actually being informed. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Uh, I, I got to give it. We got more crazy to get back to. Lots of crazy. So much crazy. But I got to take a moment and uh, and discuss crazy like a fox. It seems like President Trump may be crazy like a fox when it comes to the tariffs. <laughs> he uh, he may have gotten a pretty big win yesterday. Do you think he did it right? I mean, you think everything that everything that he did was leading up to this? Um, yeah, I mean, I think this was his goal, and I think um, there's going to be a lot of stuff we don't know. It's likely that there's some things that the White House is going to spin as a positive, which wasn't as big a deal, but. Trump at least got somewhat of a victory yesterday when it it comes to the tariff situation. Now, Trump has ticked off a lot of people, a lot of people in America, including some of his base and people on the right and all kinds of people around the globe, countries, world leaders, allies, adversaries, because of his uh, challenging tariffs and saying that we don't get a fair deal. Now, in a lot of ways, the United States does not get a fair deal when it comes to imports and exports and the taxes that go on those things, those tariffs. There's many ways we do not get a fair shake. In some ways, in certain products, we have a better deal. But overall, you have to understand, tariffs are so complicated. Not 
just in the structure, you know, uh, understanding what they are, because some of that could be, and this is the mistake many make, seem very simple. It's really simple. If you import this and we import that same thing from your country, we just charge the same amount. It's 4% on both of them, right? Well, first of all, there's the arguments about tariffs to begin with. Why would you have them in place? They're just a tax. It's not like the country gets the tax. It just gets passed on to whoever's buying those products always. So if you have something, it's being taxed again. That's it. Well, Doc, it's also to level the playing field if certain countries, okay, you're bringing something in, you want uh, it to favor your local you know, the products from your country. Well, why would you have protectionism? Do you believe in free market capitalism or not? If your country, if the products produced in your country can't be produced just as cheaply, efficiently, if people don't want them, uh, well, then figure it out. Well, other countries don't have government rules and regulations and minimum wages. Ah, that's a whole separate issue. You see what I mean? You're, you're using uh, an argument for taxes to level the playing field because your government has screwed things up within its borders. Okay, you've put unnecessary rules and regulations on corporations. You see what I'm saying? This just starts spiraling into all these other issues. Either you believe in free markets or you don't. Now, there's also a bit of uh, corporate uh, cronyism. Not capitalism, but cronyism. Cronyism, yeah. So let's say I make a bell. Okay. And I want to sell bells around the world. Okay. Okay. And I'm like, ooh, Chris is making bells and he imports those things from uh, from Russia, those Russian bells, and he's doing it cheaper. You know, he can do it cheaper. Let's say it wasn't even because of government rules mm-hmm. and regulations. He can do it cheaper. What I do is I go to my representative and I say, I need you to push through a bill or to get the president and everybody to support higher tariffs for Russian bell makers when they imp, uh, export to America. Export, yeah. I, I need a huge tariff so that'll level the playing field. That's not right. That's cronyism. No, very. Stop. We have situations where two identical or similar products will have different tariffs on them. Mm-hmm. Some products that are used for the same thing will be much higher. So you get like a pen. And you're like, okay, the tariff on that is 14%. But a pencil, it's only 1%. <laughs> we use it for the same thing. Yeah, but it's the graphite. You don't understand in the pencil and the wood. Well, how come that's in there? Because the graphite the producers graphite in the and wood, wood and yeah. blah, blah, blah. It goes on and on. You're talking about something that touches everything that is manufactured everywhere in the world. Everything across the board. And every one of those corporations have this question come before them. And then you've got all of those politicians that are so noble and above reproach, wink, wink, right, <laughs> of their constituents going, hey, I need some help here. I need here. some help here. And then you've got the diplomacy on the world stage of, you know, and this is what some of Trump is dealing with. And then countries that are communists that subsidize hmm. their, their corporations, Which, by the way, America also subsidizes our corporations just in different ways. That's what the corporate welfare is. And it just goes on and on and on. We We could throw out examples of this and other areas, how this gets twisted for the next four hours. Yeah. So Trump comes in and says, I want a better deal. Okay. All right. Good. I'm an American. I want a better t- deal, too. Yeah. The stronger America is, the, b- yep. the the better the world will be because America is so benevolent and we help so many people and we welcome so many people here. 
that a strong America is good for everybody. And by the way, if you're in another country and you can't compete, learn to compete. Learn to Again, I believe, just as I challenged Americans to do, if you can't compete with these other countries, find a way to compete. So, Trump comes and says we want a better deal. Okay. Okay. Many ways we get better deals in other places. Yes. I don't care. You want a better deal? All right, I'm, I'm with deal. you there. You all because they're all. This is it's never static. You never reach a a point of okay, we all set, good forever. We just keep going with with these tariffs in place on these products and services. We good, and we'll lock these in for eternity. No, every single day, the rest of the world gets up and says, "How can we get a little bit more of America?" Yeah. <clears throat> How can we challenge them everywhere? economically how can we challenge them militarily mm-hmm. how can we challenge them morally in order to everything is working it's america's we are the big dog nobody's out there challenging Liechtenstein the same way <coughs> i don't even know they know what Liechtenstein is they don't it's only the ones where you think you can get something america's on the top rung everybody's gunning for you chip yep. away chip away so even with some of these tariffs that we've already talked about big pens a certain strain of tomato whatever it is they're out there saying how can we get a leg up on america how can we get a leg up how can we get a leg up having said all that trump comes in and says i want a better deal in places where we're getting the shaft and maybe be- places where we're doing better i want better deals good for you okay <clears throat> having gone through all that he stands up and says I'm going to challenge all you people in the world. Unless we get a better deal, we're going to start. We're going to start trade war with you. Yeah. We're going to start ratcheting up tariffs, and tariffs. we're going to scrutinize products and ban things and limit what you can bring in, and all these things. And the world flips out, and they get pissed off as you do in these situations. Well, if you do that, we're going to do that too. Okay, mm-hmm. great. Let's pause a moment and remember, America is. I probably still the biggest consumer country in the world. Mm. I say probably still China by their numbers. They've really grown. And, you know, 10% of China's population really focusing on buying products, similar products is going to start challenging America. And they have. And even if China, you know, tripled tomorrow, we're still going to be one of the biggest. And we buy a lot of stuff from China and these other countries. So they have to take us seriously. If we say, we're just going to not allow you to import to America at all or export to America and us import your stuff, we're not going to allow it at all. What would that do to them? This is the equivalent of going to North Korea and saying, here's what we have. Here's what you have. You want to play? Let's get on. We'll shut it down, man. Yeah. And I've known that's likely what Trump was doing with this stuff. I don't like the trade wars because it's very difficult um, I had hoped that this was a negotiation tactic, and now it looks like it has been. Because yesterday he announced a deal with the European Union. Yeah, he did. The, the European Union has agreed to lower tariffs and work on a new tariff plan. And buy more beans. Averting a trade war with the European Union. Wow. Yeah, there's certain things they're going to buy more yeah. things like U.S. soybeans and whatever. I don't have every little piece because the deal is not complete, number no, one. No. And number two, what they have discussed, we probably don't know all of it anyway. And there are going to be some, maybe some ways we don't do as well as we'd hoped. But the big picture is this. It averted a trade war and gave Trump a, um, 
a win on the world stage that will help the battles with all of the other countries. Yes. The trade wars yes. with all the other countries. And it shows that we're not going to back down at all. We're not going to flinch. Okay. Right. So now if you're China and Canada, one what of the other thinking? countries that were standing with you or could have stood with mm-hmm. you in these trade wars against America has fallen. Once that happens, you're going to be expected to fall in line. Yeah. Not that they will the exact same way. But there's another piece to this too. <clears throat> That could be a significant victory. Prior to the head of the European Union coming to America and them doing this little deal and discussing yesterday, <clears throat> Trump tweeted out, I have an idea for I have an idea for them, meaning the European Union, that both the US and EU drop all tariffs, barriers, and subsidies. That would financially be called free market and fair trade. Hope they do it. We're ready, but they won't. I don't think I've heard him in the past. Maybe no. I've missed it, but I don't think I've heard him in the past talk about getting rid of all of them. No. He's just discussed getting a better deal, which again, I'm fine with. All of them? Interesting. That's amazing. Yeah. That actually does away with some of these concerns mm-hmm. and problems with tariffs that to begin with. When you have the tariffs, as I said, it just becomes a tool, um, uh, a leverage point. That's all it is. So if you could truly get rid of all tariffs, barriers, subsidies will be more difficult. But if you could, yeah, then you don't have this issue. It's the free market. That's what I'm all about. Yep. Interesting. Because of that, the uh, bulls were running on Wall Street as well. Oh, did you see that? Stock market ticked up. Uh, Dow Jones ticked up. Yeah. Uh, even the euro. The euro went up yesterday as well. Big jump. Yep. Uh, this is what the markets love. Remember, the markets work on a couple of things. They, worked on, they work on fact and principle. And emotions. But they also work on emotion. <laughs> Bitcoin. Why did Bitcoin get all the way up to what was it, fourteen, nineteen thousand dollars last year? That was emotion. It was emotion. It was people. And oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! It's they, people call it. Well, it's speculation, or whatever. That's true, but speculation is emotion, emotion. Quite often, it's I feel this, and then I get caught up in the excitement or whatever. In the long term, markets more operate on fact and statistics and tangible. Hey, we've been doing this ten years, and we still don't have money. Or we've been doing this and now we're out of money. Those are those are facts. Those are realities. Your company goes belly up. The markets, uh, okay, unemployment is high. You know, we've got a lot more people living off of government teeth. People aren't buying the products. Companies are not making as much. Those are facts. Those are something over the long haul. But in the short run, <coughs> markets love to react to news. And it's, oh my gosh. It looks like Trump's going to do this deal. <gasps> what does that mean for me? Oh my gosh, it means my company will likely do better because we sell a lot of stuff in Europe. I'm going to go ahead and start investing. I'm going to start buying. I'm going to start you know, buying stock or commodities. That's how it operates. This is why when Trump first got elected, <coughs> and we talked about what you could do to jumpstart the economy, <clears throat> over the long haul, you have to put these solid principles in play. And a solid principle, an amazing principle, would be getting rid of these tariffs, barriers, and subsidies. He's right. 
Um, you likely wouldn't be able to do that across the board with the entire world in short order. But if you got the European Union and a couple of other big economies to do this, and it was true, the rest of the world would likely have to follow suit at some point. <clears throat> but that's the big picture. Down the road, yes, our economies would do really well. But in the short term, you instantly jumpstart because everybody starts reacting in the positive. They know this is good for the country. They know we, we do well with free, free markets. That's what America believes in. We, we're good with that, right? We'll, that's, that's our, that's our uh, sweet spot right there. Yeah. Yeah, and then another thing too is it just lets us. It, it's weirdly enough. It's like oh, it needs government control. Government control. No, it does not. Just let it be. And if it falls, guess what, Doc? It falls. But guess what? Someone's going to be right behind it, we ready to this. go. We got it. It's okay, and it's okay to fail. I think that's one of the things I um, I see from companies. Oh, we don't want to fail. You know, I just saw a couple of companies just gone out of business. I'm like. You know that's a good thing. You literally opening the door for another person to to be the next Walmart. We look at fail the wrong, next failure's wrong. We look at it um, uh, as when we teach children that it's awful. No, no it one is likes not. to fail, but failure is the ultimate um, uh, lesson. Yes, and opportunities really yes. when you figure it out because it cleans stuff out. But imagine this: <coughs> imagine Trump's able to do this with the European Union. Maybe Canada, Mexico, as they renegotiate NAFTA, um, if uh, he was able to get China, any of these countries on board for the long haul, and you're able to put the whole thing out there. And the markets start reacting. So you got some short-term game, you got some long-term plans into effect, and you actually start addressing some of the similar things within America now, because this is on the international stage. In America, we could do similar things with business taxes. Get rid of business taxes. Don't make them, right now we're some of the highest in the world still, even with the tax plan that they passed. You throw all that out. And you don't lower, you don't make them lower than everybody else. Get rid of all of them. Throw it out. Come up with a new tax system completely. And you realign, so you've got a flatter affair tax. All of this stuff helping long term, but in the short term, the market goes bug nuts. Oh my gosh, free market principles around the globe when it comes to importing and exporting. Oh my gosh, business taxes thrown out the window. The money would be raining down upon us. The job opportunities. All you millennials out there, you Gen Z people out there that are looking for gigs and you want money. Imagine what it would do. Can you imagine what that does for Silicon Valley? Oh, yeah. And this is oh immediately, gosh. this is not something that, okay, Doc, will take us you know 30 years. This is down the road. This is immediately... You're going to see all this stuff. go. It's unbelievable that even this guy that is Puerto Rican has little knowledge of it, so he understands that this is good for the country. It I don't is. get it. Why, why not? So he got a win yesterday. It's just a matter of how big the win's going to be. Um, I do think this does give the president some negotiating power when it comes with uh, to other countries, when it comes to tariffs and imports and exports. It'll be interesting to see what they did. Trump said that they've launched a new phase right now in the relationship between the United States and the EU. He said they're going to start negotiating on the specifics immediately. They're focusing on a couple of areas, uh, industrial goods and energy. And by the way, that's going to be real good for America with all the oil we've been fracking out of the ground and natural gas. That's going to be a boon for us. And he said their goal is zero tariffs. Good. Thank you. Let's get it done. Yeah. I wonder how this will affect Balm Shot. 
<laughs> Why would this affect Bombshell? I'm just wondering how do they export currently? I know they got the 3,000 stores nationwide, oh. and they got the. I don't know if they sell any internationally or not. Wow. But I it, never thought about that. Right. So companies like you know some of our advertisers could do really well with this stuff. Yeah. Um, if they currently import or export their stuff to other countries, other countries imported. And if they don't, maybe this opens it up so they could. Go to bombshottoday.com and try what uh, Chris and I have com- really learned, and that is that it is the best lip balm out there you can oh, buy. No Both question. the quality of the balm itself and number two, the applicator. The applicator is awesome. And that's key. I think that is the key to creating good... Uh, lip balm is your applicator and Wayne was able to crack the code. Well, you want the materials too so it actually does uh, you know, keep your lips uh, yeah. moist. You absolutely want that but just by virtue of the fact that the stuff doesn't have the same melting point that some of the other stuff you have, it's not melting in the car it's not only not uh, you know, avoids a mess for you. And, you know, you have the balm when you want it because it hasn't melted all over your car, but it's also a better quality. It's got yep. that higher melt point with that stuff. Go to balmshot.com. Balmshot.com. Try it today. You'll love it. It's in uh, the applicator similar to a shotgun shell because that's what he first came up with. But they got a deal. If you order two, three, four, and use the promo code doc, they're going to throw in an extra one. An extra one. free. Yep. If you order six, they'll give you a ball cap. Yep. And. Uh, they'll also give you free shipping on yeah, it. Yeah, all free shipping if you use that promo code DOC. It's balmshot.com. Balm like the bomb shot, like shotgun shell, bombshot.com, promo code DOC. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. enjoying what you're hearing congratulations you have a sense of humor this is the morning blaze wow that's i hadn't considered it it's pretty scary speaking doc mentioned with that straw ban Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's just going to lead to back alley straw drinking with unsanitary (laughs) makeshift straws people will die will they back alley straw drinking or 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 I would say it's probably back alley beverage consumption via okay. straw. Yeah. Something like that. Mm. This is this is horrible. That Can you is. think of all of the people that likely would die because of this? Because you're talking unsanitary conditions. Okay. You, you know, people will be in those alleys. They'll be finding the old straws that are not sanitary. <laughs> you know, I mean, is that really what you want? Uh, maybe, maybe we could just make exceptions. Like... Okay, you limit the amount of straw use as opposed to like banning it outright. Maybe you oh, do that. So you only got two sucks? Well, no, no. It's just not everybody would have them. You'd, you'd still make an exception. You know, like you'd say license we're getting, it? No, no. You, so you get rid of straws. You say we're, it's banned, okay. but there are some exceptions like, like, uh, like pregnant women. You know, mm, something like that. Okay. You know, something like that. Okay. Or really fat people that can't reach. Reach what? Like the, you the drink? Yeah, you can't do it. You just want to lean over. <laughs> but what do you want? A CP cup for that? No, See? you don't want to lift it. Okay. We're just extremely lazy people. Just okay. make exceptions. <laughs> Dorf Cohn tweeting out what I learned today. I identify as a Sith Lord, and my preferred pronoun is Darth. Darth. Okay, good. Mark it. I don't want to yes, yes. misidentify. Stephen English saying, you ban straws, you suck. I see what you did there with the 
<laughs> Libertarian saying, I identify as a fourth dimensional being living in the three dimensional reality. My preferred pronoun is moon. Moon? Moan. Moan? Yeah. Oh, okay. I like it. Uh, Pedro saying, at this point, I identify as a human popsicle. You can refer me as creamsicle. Creamsicle. Nice. That's yeah. a, we would have so much fun. <laughs> See, the problem is you've got these younger people are the ones that are primarily hit with this. Yes. And they just steamroll over them because they, they won't stand up. And I get it. Listen, when I was that age too, you're just like, okay, I don't know if I can say anything. Just leave me alone. You don't stand up for yourself the same way. No, you don't. But you get to a point in your life and you're like, hey, I got nothing else to lose. <laughs> Is that it's where you are right now? Freedom's just another word for nothing left to lose. <laughs> which is a quote from a song that you don't know. But regardless, yeah, you're just like, you know what? What are you going to do to me? Seriously, what do you got? <laughs> right? What do you? So you and I would have so much fun challenging Yes. Blah, blah, blah. Love the blah, blah, blah. Straw pollution will simply give race to slurpy speaking ease and plastic mafiosos. That's what's coming with it. That's right. Couldn't, and imagine... The guy who always wanted to be a cop to protect people. They put him on the foot. You're, You're on the straw duty. division. You're in straw duty today. You know, the, the meter mate kind yep. of thing. Straw <clears throat> duty. Did you see that they are uh, proposing? It looks like they're working on a reboot of Frasier. Oh, really? I didn't see that. Yeah, because Hollywood just keeps rebooting stuff now. Roseanne and whatever. Um, who knows? Maybe it's a good idea. Maybe it's bad. But I just started thinking, maybe you reboot Law and Order again. They've had a bunch of them. <laughs> Law and Order. Straw, Straw division. division. <laughs> <laughs> right. You see what these things do to kids? Bro not saying California will allow you to carry a straw on if you're approved for open straw open carry straw permit carry for $5,000. Uh, I would say that's probably, you want some limits on the number of straws, how many yeah. you can, can you, you do. Know, yeah. something like that. You do. The, the straw show loophole, you're going to want to make sure that's, uh, you get rid of that. Because you, you want to know who has the straws. That's the key. Yeah, Beko Sphere, once again, capitalist view. Ha ha ha, I know, I'll become a straw hoarder and corner the market. Ah, I like what you're doing An there. underground straw selling place. I love Doc's tiny sack. Did that Doc do? Thompson show just make it rain? Say make it rain. Did yes. you make it rain? I think I did say it. Nice. Yeah. nice. Yeah, it rained up. Uh, backyard cows. That was a smooth transition to the Balm Shot ad. It's amazing that Doc doesn't have more of those. What's his face award? <laughs> uh, Marconi, thank you. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey there, it's Doc Thompson. I want to tell you about another show that I think you're going to like. It's called The News and Why It Matters. It's a group of us talking about news stories that we think are important and why those stories matter to you. The News and Why It Matters. Look for it wherever you download your favorite podcasts. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Oh. Hi, is that it? Yeah. My share broke. Malfunction. What's going Did on you there? see that? The share broke. 
Okay. I'm, no, I'm, don't. What? Don't. Bridgie's own, Chris. Come on. Shut up. Uh, Shut up. I did not say that. Did I say that? <laughs> that was Kirk Jones. You implied it. How did I imply it? Implied All I said it. was the chair broke. Doc, coming from your mouth. I, don't I thought know you were on your Field of Greens diet, too. Come I on. know, right. Seriously. Wow. That's, uh, chair broke. It's unbelievable. I just I, I want to know how this is blamed on me. What do you mean? What this is just by simply mentioning the chair broke? You're like eh, coming from your mouth or whatever. Yeah, like you are just saying you fatty. I have said you nothing of the sort. I said nothing. Of you the don't sort. have to say. All you have to do is speak, and I know what you're saying. Oh wow, that's very progressive of you. So you can just it? read my mind on is this it? stuff. Is it really progressive? Very of me? progressive to say you could read my mind and know that I was calling you fat because yes, I you, mentioned the chair. It is that I was you, suggesting that maybe you should trim down with Riduzone because you've porked up to the point that you're destroying the chairs in here. I said nothing of the sort. No, I said nothing of the sort that you are so immensely fat now that you're breaking the chairs. I didn't say anything like that. I didn't say that even Jeffy's like, damn, Chris, you ought to back down the weight there. I didn't say anything like that. That was Kirk Jones. Okay. okay. Are you done having your fun? What fun? I just say it. I'm defending myself. You attacked me. Okay. Let the record show, Your Honor, that Chris Cruz attacked me on this day. <laughs> 26 July in the year of our Lord, 2018. <laughs> at 6.34 and 12.13, 14 Central Time. <laughs> Timestamp. Timestamp. All right, you want to get a couple tweets in there, Chubby? Yeah. I... <laughs> <laughs> All right, in Chris's defense, this is not the ch- this, the chair is not his fault. These no. are... Uh, the chair's fault. Yeah, this chair's fault. Harsh the reality saying, not, not able to. Uh, thank God, Chris Cruz finally spelled out promo code Doc because I've been trying to top D O C K for years now. It has never worked. Good, good. Now you know. Now you understand <laughs> it. There, gotcha. Way to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donna tweeting out what I learned today. This is just a farmer's takeover. Farmers have wagons and wagons of straws. Wagons of straws. Yes. Did she mean straw, like straw? Straw, yeah. Okay, gotcha. I understand what she's going for now. All right. uh, Hey, before we move on to the next bit of crazy, I should take this moment and unrelated to Chris breaking the chair. I hate you. I said unrelated to it. No, it's related to it. It is. Kirk Jones, if we were in a court of law... And we read back the transcript. See, this is what I hate. It would say unrelated to Chris unrelated. breaking the chair. You stated right? unrelated. I didn't say related, right? I'm not wrong. You go back right, and check yeah, it out. You okay. said if you say unrelated, then it's not related. Good. Okay. Unrelated to Chris breaking the chair, you should try Riduzone. Riduzone's a. Why should someone try Riduzone? Because it's a weight loss product and it's really effective. Is it? Yeah, it's very effective. So you will weigh less and therefore. Uh huh cause fewer problems like health issues health okay. issues, health, is what issues I mean. yeah. health issues what about some material issues yeah like you can smaller clothes yeah. stuff like that and so yeah what about something when you sit i don't understand what you mean okay riduzone try it today r-i-d-u zone riduzone just go on riduzone.com get yourself some riduzone and you can start losing weight immediately it's brand new tech that you know we've had different crazy diets and weird snake oils over the years this is actually based on research done from the uh, university of california system that found this molecule oea promotes weight loss and in concentrated amounts that you'll find in Riduzone, it works great because it does two things. Makes you feel fuller so you're not eating as much. You just want less. And number two, it boosts your metabolism. So you're burning more calories and you are less fat. Does a great job. I'll Riduzone.com. Huh? I'll tweet out a picture of the chair. 
Wow, you really destroyed that. I did. And there's nobody sitting on it, so it's like almost. It's like when you go to the dentist and they lean you back. That's what you did with it. It just stayed. You lean back and it stayed. And the chair is just uh, so sad looking now. It's like, (laughs) you broke me. You finally broke me. You got me. You took me out of my misery. I mean, you you broke me. (laughs) Wow. The other chairs are like, oh, crap, that's our future. (laughs) Save yourself, Steve. Save yourself. All right. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, try the Riduzone at riduzone.com. And that's, again, unrelated to Chris's chair stuff. So, let's move on now. You okay? Yeah, I'm okay. okay good. good deal. Good deal. Okay. Listen, Kirk, don't. Kirk's gesturing. He's of making, course like, he is. Of- he's making boom, 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 gestures. Really? I'll give you my that. chair. It's Did you call me a bum, bum? What is it again? The trombone. Dun, dun. Dun, dun. You call me a dun, dun? I walk behind you with a trombone when you boom, walk. Boom. Trump. No, Trump. Trump. Uh, uh, tuba. 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 That's it. Tuba. Yeah, get it right. That's the big one. Uh, a little more crazy now. A school teacher in Pennsylvania is being investigated for moonlighting as a stripper. No, but that's a good guess. I'll give you another guess. A Pennsylvania school teacher is being investigated for moonlighting as a prostitute. No. Kirk Jones, any stab at this? Um. No, that's wrong yeah. too. Wrestler. No. What? You know, big time wrestler, like WWE, WWE style. Well, this is the WWWA. WWWA? Worldwide Wrestling Alliance. <laughs> Coming to Three you. Three WA, the Worldwide like Wrestling Alliance. Did you see that movie? Billy Madison? <laughs> no. Sorry. The principal uh, is moonlining as a wrestler. The, oh. Who is the principal in Billy, Billy Madison Moonlights as a wrestler? Oh. oh, okay, yeah. So it's similar. This is a teacher, though. Yeah. Well, a video surfaced of the teacher, thirty-six-year-old Kevin Bean, performing as a character known as Blitzkrieg, the German Juggernaut. <laughs> I kind of like Kevin I like Bean. The, I like Kevin Bean. Yeah. yeah. The footage shows Bean, and here's where the trouble happens. Okay. He's the Blitzkrieg, the German Juggernaut. The video shows Bean making his entrance, waving a flag with an iron cross on it, oh. and giving a Sig Heil. <laughs> it's a character. Do you really think Hulk Hogan can become crazy? You shut your mouth about wrestling right there. You just shut your mouth. I know where you're going with this. A character. It is Like he's character. not real. It is not real. They're he's acting. the German juggernaut. He's Blitzkrieg. He's got little lightning bolts on his shorts. <laughs> What's his signature move? I don't know. I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know. I'm not as familiar with the WWWA <laughs> as I am with other wrestlers. I feel like <laughs> the WWWA. Does the WWE have a, a thing on like a copyright on just the two W's? I don't know. Like, can they you use WWE worldwide or world wrestling? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe they just like the, uh, the extra W. Maybe the URL <laughs> wasn't available or something like that. The W's got confused. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you imagine old people trying to give this website? www.wwwa.wait, <laughs> where am I? Wait. Did I get all the W's? How many W's is that? 
<laughs> Anyways, so the trouble with this teacher is he actually gives a Sig Heil. Now, okay. the Iron Cross flag is not a Nazi flag. It's an Iron Cross flag. No. And yes. although the Iron Cross was used extensively during World War mm-hmm. II, it also goes back in German's history, to German history to World War I. And even prior to that, uh, you know, the, uh, the Prussia days. Mm-hmm goes way back it's been used by other cultures as well much like the nazi symbol the little swastika but um he does say sig heil <laughs> and he does the, the heil hitler salute uh-huh. is a little less obvious oh okay but he does say you can't hear him in the video saying sig heil in that mm. and uh, he says people should salute him and all this now isn't it a character yes okay if it's a character would the school district and everybody be just as upset if he was playing Hitler in a movie? Mm. If he was part of a traveling theater performance, you know, a musical mm-hmm. or a play that was going city to city in the region, performing a story about Hitler mm-hmm. or n- other Nazis or the um, Diary of Anne Frank theater produ- theatrical production and you show Nazis, would they be upset with him then? They shouldn't. It's no. a movie. It's entertainment. Yeah. I can't imagine they would say, oh, you're in trouble or whatever because you were on Broadway this weekend playing playing Hitler. No, but as a character, that's wrong. The school district's communication manager said, <laughs> once administrators were made aware of the video, they acted immediately to contact, uh, to, to, let me try this again. They acted immediately to conduct an ongoing internal investigation. About what? About what? Blitzkrieg, the German juggernaut. Yes, but it's not like he's coming coming into the school property and being this character. No, it's or endorsing on his it. own time. He's saying, you know what? I could get some extra money if I go out there and perform as a wrestler. So you're telling me that this teacher. Just because he's a teacher, he can do nothing else. Like I said, if it was the, the best argument is if you were an actor. Yeah, what if it was in theater? Right. If and that, he was just performing, you know, right. a play about that. Would they? They'd be probably upset be all that? celebrated. Then, they, yes, they'd be they like, will. "We've got a, a teacher here yep. who was just." Imagine if he was in a movie, a blockbuster that yeah. had Nazis in it next. Yeah, like maybe the life of Donald Trump. Yeah, you know. Oh, what if? Yeah, yeah, and then the movie portrays that was a yeah (laughs) portrays you know that Hitler's a bad person and he's the one that kills the Hitler guy. They'd be fine with it. So let me give you your words again. Once administrators were made aware of the video, they acted immediately to conduct an ongoing internal investigation. Not to start. To start, or you conduct an investigation, whatever. But that seems awkward. Yes. For the schools communications manager at this point um it is a personnel matter further details will not be addressed publicly the actions portrayed in the video do not represent the core values of the school district remember earlier we said if you see the crazy person on the street you know screaming at the clouds naked eating dirt and whatever you don't have to come out and say hey i don't support support that person it's just assumed and everyone's kind of cool with that we got it so really the school does these things depicted in it the school does not uh support it does not represent the values of the school because prior to saying this i was like i'll bet you that school district likes the nazis they do i bet you they're teaching the kids about the hitler and he was a swell guy 
No, nobody's saying that. But this communications manager's uh, statement was not enough because the superintendent published a letter to parents on the school's website. Why? Why? Because it wasn't enough. He said, I want to assure you that the actions portrayed in this video do not represent the core values of the school district. Oh, yeah, because I was about to pull my kid right now. I came this close to pulling my kid off that <laughs> school. I thought you were teaching him pro-Hitler yes. stuff. I thought you were doing a uh, Hitler camp. Let me, let me share with you. The last part of the communications manager's okay. statement was the actions portrayed in this video do not represent the core values of the school district. Okay. The superintendent's letter said the actions portrayed in this video do not represent the core values of the school district. Oh, so portrayed in this video do not represent the core values of the school district. You you really didn't need to both do that. No, no. So that means that whatever the communication officer said, it was enough. Yes. You just disrepresent it how to get out there and be like, I got to get some points on this. That's right. Well, gotta, wait, how come she's it, getting is, all this attention? Is, is it election? Aaron, I told you I'd handle this. Are the cameras here? <laughs> Call my wife. Have her bring my good suit. <laughs> Did you see this tweet? <clears throat> what? Did you see the tweet of people tweeting the video out and how fake outraged they are? Oh, it's so stupid. And the, and it's so... Oh. This league, or at least where he was performing, yeah. I give him credit for going full bore and yeah. like, you know, taking it yeah. the, the entertainment value seriously. But it is so cheap. There's, there's like 15 people in there watching it. It's being held in like a VFW hall. It's so <laughs> small. It's, it's cheesy. Anyways, the school superintendent went on to say... As an educational organization, we pride ourselves in providing a safe and nurturing learning environment. Okay, he didn't. This was not at school. Yeah, he didn't. It has nothing to do with it. He wasn't in school telling kids, hey, I also moonlight as Blitzkrieg, the German juggernaut. He wasn't saying any of that. They found the video online. And unless you really knew the guy and were looking close, you probably wouldn't have gotten it anyway. So how does him performing on his own time as Blitzkrieg, the German juggernaut, make your environment less safe or nurturing? I don't. Well, the answer to that is it does not. They're just hypersensitive. Yes. Dino Sana, who has run the WWWA since 1981, said no one's ever complained about Blitzkrieg. He's a good guy. Not a hateful person. Everyone has a gimmick. It's wrestling. Thank you. That's what he said. It's fake. It's literally fake. And I love this guy. This Ryan Satin goes out there says, watching the guy do Nazi salutes on his way to the ring while children in the crowd cheer him on like a good guy is terrifying. It's terrifying. You know, when I watched it. Yes. I instantly wanted to go and round up Jews and systematically exterminate them for genocidal purposes. Oh, well, thank God he got fired. Instantly. You I know was what? like, I wanted to do it. Fired is not enough. Just one time. I need him dead. Can You, right, uh, you got to execute the guy. You have to I mean, execute really. And you have to do guy. it publicly in yes, a very a public painful way. Execution. I want to all, show the world that that's not the way you do We do not support. No. I'm sorry. The school district. I mean. He does not represent the no, school district's core No, absolutely no, values. because they want to work hard to provide yes. a safe and nurturing yes, learning yes. environment. We don't need uh, the German mm-hmm. Jagna uh, saying out there, being mm-hmm. like, hey, Hitler. Huh? So you're saying when it comes to this teacher, yes. we need some sort of solution. Yes. How we handle it. Some sort of final solution. We need a how we final, this is not enough, Doc Thompson. Hmm. Kids were cheering him on saying he's a good guy. You know, right now, kids are out there building their own gas chambers at their house. 
They're probably out there doing that. How can we stop this? One parent said of this, I think it's blown out of proportion quite a bit. It's oh, something that he's been doing for a long time. I think everyone knew about it. Thank God. He's been doing this since 2012 at least. Oh, wow. That character. Yeah. Wow. Uh, another parent said, I'm a little shocked, to be honest with you. Shocked by what? We didn't really know what this was all about, but after seeing the pictures, I think it's a much bigger issue. Is it? <laughs> he has an extra job. That's it. Yeah, he's not coming at you to raise your taxes to give him more cash. Let no. Him, fact, he's not out there complaining, you know, doing protests. I want more money. I'm a school teacher. I deserve more. And now after all of this, you've heard what everybody's had okay. to say, and the school district is acting. We don't know what's going to happen with him. But we also have the wrestling community coming out and discussing this as well. What is there to communicate? Much, uh, much of the wrestling community has started condemning this character. Nope. Including Jewish wrestler David Starr, who in the past has spoken about anti-Semitism. Oh, I know what it is. Mm-hmm. What's this that? Jewish wrestler got beaten up. He got, that's right. By this guy. Blitzcrag kicked, yep, kicked his, his ass. butt. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yep. His name's David Starr. <laughs> David Starr. He's the Jewish wrestler, and he took the name he, David Starr. Really, buddy? Can you That's be more right. obvious? Star, what are you talking about? David Starr. Yeah, the star of David. He's got that six-point hold. <laughs> Is that his signature his move? six-point hold. I, that's, that's right. The menorah of death. That's <laughs> Is that the kendo? Oh, what is the... Uh, That's the menorah. The, the, oh, the dreidel. The dreidel. Dreidel, dreidel, the dreidel. dreidel I'm death. taking you down. I'm going to spin you around. <laughs> I'm just guessing. I'm helping him work well, it out there for you. He used, you know, David Starr. So might as well just get stereotypical on that one. I don't know. We'll just throw it out there and see how the whole thing works. <laughs> Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson will be right back on the Blaze Radio Network. you haven't heard we are the number seven ranked show among filipino tilt roll operators so there you have it this is the morning blaze with doc thompson all right tweets now coming in speaking duck says wow your faux anti-semitic wrestling jokes have faux offended me whoa faux offended me offended you? i demand someone tell me they are investigating your humor and the uh and the period failed to do so and if I'm probably a not typo. as easy as it as it looks, Failed right? To do Dr. so Thompson? as I calm down. No, this has got yeah. like a weird period there, so I'm guessing it was probably a uh, autocorrect or some investigation. Also, by the way, and the period failed to do so, so I calm down. Yeah, that's the second one you read from Speaking Duck. Yeah, so what's wrong? What's he paying you? I figure I got to get in on the action now. Now, you're now to, you're getting in on the action. Listen, I'm willing to read your tweets for money. <laughs> Constitutional drunk. My ras- my wrestling name is Nas- Nurse Nasty. Hey. hey. And it's a picture of Chris as the yes, nasty nurse. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, just Rocky tweeting. School district. It's okay for Planned Parenthood to show kids about abortion. Hello. It's not okay for a teacher to dress up and wrestle. You got to say wrestle too. <laughs> not that. as if Cannon's saying, wait, you mean the Iron Sheik did not really hate America? 
I, guess, I think he did. Oh, he did? he did. Okay, yeah, that okay, was a different time okay, okay. when you're wrestling, you, you know, it wasn't you're wrestling. Fake. That's right. I spy tweeting, uh, was it, uh, what is a communication director? Mm. 20 bucks, same as downtown. What is a communication director? Why does a school have one? And what does it pay? Probably a lot. How can I get that job? No, you're right. School, they do not need, they should not have these communications directors. No. It's made up. Yes. In fact, your principal or superintendent should, be, should have plenty of time to address this stuff. They've already got secretaries as well. Aren't they the communications? They should be. <laughs> They're the one who. What else the- are you doing? Yes. Okay, punishing a kid maybe, you know, once a day. Dealing with the teachers or their boss. Come on, guys. That's it. That's it. They they exist because they can have that. Yes. They're government. Scrappy Nefherder saying, wait, if the German juggernaut was a gay German juggernaut, would they be outraged or would they cheer? Oh, they're right. That's a really good... What if he was just gay? No, what if he was just a tranny? What if at night... This teacher was a tranny and did tranny shows. Would they, they be upset you know about they that? They would say that's how they identify or it's their right. Exactly. So this guy identifies as a wrestler. Mm-hmm. What happened with that? And by the way, Rob, what if, the, a what, if the char- what if the character was a serial killer? Yes. I'm the serial killer. Kane. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. What if you said that? You'd be yeah. okay. That person, you know, has actually killed people, yeah. whatever. All right. Um, Rob brought a good point where um, maybe he didn't pick to be this character. The creative team might have been like, hey, Doc Thompson, you're going to be the juggernaut today. You're okay? going to be the German juggernaut. That's, That's your you. character. That's going to be your character. Either you take it or go back to teaching. That's a really good point. Yeah. That's solid. Yeah, the school's wrong on this one. What this guy does in his own time is fine. It's his whole. What happened to that? What happened to what? And, and the reason they're wrong is not, again, that I don't think you have a right to fire somebody for whatever the oh, reason no. you do. The problem with it is their inconsistency with yes. this stuff. Sorry. And you got plenty of people that you've not fired over the years for horrible things. And you're going to fire this guy? Please yes. knock it off. You got uh, teachers sleeping with students and you're not firing them. Thank you. Sean Spicer has a new audio book out about his time as White House press secretary. That is so cool. It's out in audiobook. Just go to um, um, uh, Audible. audible.com. Yeah. Some of you may already have it as part of your prime membership so check that out if you don't just go ahead and sign up for an audible account uh, audible's actually pretty solid but yes get the sean spicer audiobook because he actually narrates it himself they didn't hire somebody else to read through the book or what he wrote so you really get the effect of what it's like and sean spicer i mean the guy's a character he is it doesn't matter if you liked him or hated him or trump He's or any of this stuff this is really cool stuff because he, it's the first insider account of the Trump administration right? in the White House. And you know all of the stuff with Melissa McCarthy and what that must have been like as Saturday Night Live was mocking him. Yep. This is going to be awesome stuff. So go to audible.com and check out Sean Spicer's new book called The Briefing. It's The Briefing by Sean Spicer, available at audible.com. The Morning Blaze. Sorry, we didn't mean to offend you. Actually, yeah, we did. This is The Morning Blaze. On the Blaze Radio Network. Of common sense and comedy. This is the 
The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Okay, lots of good stuff coming in via the Twitter. Lots of it. If you would, please take a moment and follow me on uh, social media. It's at Doc Thompson Show on Twitter. And Facebook is similar. It's Facebook.com slash Doc Thompson Show. Uh, we're pretty good at posting all kinds of stuff up uh, throughout the day. And on Snapchat, Doc Thompson Show. And Instagram, Doc Thompson Show. I can't get into my Instagram account again. You got to give me the login info again. I couldn't get in yesterday. Oh, and I, uh, I wanted to ask you about some. What's the matter? Go ahead, Grandpa. I just can't remember what it is. It Grandpa. keeps locking me out. And did you, uh, before we move on a little bit, remember I gave you a new password to log into your email, right? Yeah. Why am I getting a call again saying, what is wrong with Doc Thompson getting locked out literally minutes after you gave him a simple password that that that's the same password we use for all of our stuff. I don't know what that one is, but regardless, uh, I wasn't able to ever log in. That's not my fault. It's not that I'm doing it. There's something with the tech that's screwed up. No, doctor, because I went in and I was like, guys, get out of the way. I'll make sure that I use the password that me and him use for the things we share so that we move on. And then, ding, he's locked out. Literally minutes well, no, locked out. Hon- honestly, that account, for whatever the reason, it's either my phone or my computer. Okay. Somehow they've had trouble. They're like, there's something in there that keeps like mm. shutting it down. So they don't know what it is. I didn't even try to log into that one though. Okay. You gave me the. You have to send me that password again. Okay, I will. Because uh, I need it now. All right, <laughs> get the uh, the tweet. That one's not my fault. There's a lot of it is. Even the forgetting the, uh, the Instagram Instagram one, but I yeah. can't remember it. Is it the same? Yes. Okay, so I forgot what it is. Still, <laughs> you know that your iPhone has a feature which saves all your passwords. I know, but this one it doesn't save. I got the new phone and it locked oh. me out, and then I went back in and the other ones, and I can't get. And audience, you should see Doc Thompson when he's trying to remember his Apple ID password. It is the best ten minutes of your life. No, because it is the best <laughs> ten. Doc Thompson is in there. I know this is. Oh wait a minute. No, no. Let me try this. No. Oh no, I had a problem in a long time. So first of all, the Apple iTunes. What is what are these? The nuclear codes. They mandate it is like the most like uh it uh, is the worst for me saying you have to come up with like yeah. four different characters and one's gotta be capped and you gotta use one either a star or a dollar sign yes. and four letters and it's gotta be at least sixteen characters yes. long. This is not cryptocurrency. It's a freaking Apple's iTunes account. Ooh, someone downloaded something. They got my account. Okay, I'll just cancel my credit card. It's not that big of a deal. So that's the first problem. So none of the ones I traditionally use are on there. It would not work, yes. But then I had a problem, again, with the computer where it wouldn't, like, I entered the right password over and over and over again, and it wasn't working. I had to go in and reset the whole stupid thing. No, it is the best thing of my day when in the office I watch you frustrate I'm like okay that's not because of the story that's just because password changes just happen I don't know what it is but Apple iTunes is the worst <laughs> when I have to go in there and get it it's so horrible <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right. We got to move on. A lot of stuff to do. First of all, I got to tell you about the EarthWater Affiliate Program. Sign up today. Get your unique ID so you can start earning 40% weekly commissions whenever you tell anybody about EarthWater. Come on, man. So what you'll do is if you sign up for this and get your place in the direct market uh, tree there. Yeah. You sign up for it. So you go and you buy the EarthWater. You tell people about it. They buy it. You get a 40% commission. It's that simple. But you don't have to send them the stuff. You don't have to ship them the stuff. And when you're telling them about it, you've got an extra inducement because you go, guys, 
with this code, with this ID, you're you going to save cheaper. money. It's it's an automatic discount that yep. comes with it. Yep. When you buy versus buying at Amazon or online yeah. or anything else. Yep. That's it. That's simple. It's really easy. And you don't have to house it. You don't have to take it. And come on, you tell me that when you're saying it and you're sharing this, you'll be like, hey, I partnered up with Amazon. And if you're a Prime member, hey, you get the free shipping. Right. There it is. Done. <laughs> it's that simple. No monthly minimum, no auto ship. It's none of that stuff. You just no. tell people about it. They use and your code. Away. It's kind of like a referral fee. Think yeah. of it that yeah. way. Yeah. That's the best way. But by the way, anybody they refer, also you're going to get a referral fee too. The whole thing builds on that. So it's like a referral fee. You don't have to do anything else. You get paid 40%. So sign up today, theblaze.teamearthwater.com. It's theblaze.teamearthwater.com. So I didn't even realize the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau was still in existence. Me I didn't even did. know that was out there, but apparently yeah. it is, and there's some things going with it. Colin Hanna, president of Let Freedom Ring, joining us now. How are you, Colin? Terrific, Doc. How are you? I'm doing well. So this Consumer Financial Protection Bureau that I think was started during the meltdown of 2008 or 2009 uh, is still in existence? Yeah, in the, in the aftermath. Originally, it was the... Uh the dream child, if you will, of Elizabeth Warren. And then when she couldn't get uh, appointed by Obama because she wasn't going to get Senate confirmation, Richard Cordray, who is nothing but a political hack, uh, was appointed to it. And it is, Doc, the most unresponsive, unaccountable, uh, bureaucratic organization you can imagine. Let me give you just two examples. It's part of the executive branch of government, right? Because it's one of the administrative departments. Okay. Well, one of the ways that an executive branch department is held accountable is by the president being able to appoint the head of that department. Well, guess what? In the CFPB, that's not so. The head of the CFPB is protected from presidential uh, displeasure. You know, the the old line about uh, they, they serve at the pleasure of the president. Well, if a new president comes in, they can't get rid of the head of the CFPB unless there is some kind of finding of cause. And if you have observed government for long, you know that it's virtually impossible to find somebody for cause in government. So it's so it's, it's an appointed time. position that well, is lifetime then, essentially? It's a five-year term. Oh, okay. A five-year term can extend past the term of the president who made the appointment. Gotcha. So a new president comes in and can't appoint a new head. Secondly... The other way that a department is held accountable is to the Congress on the basis of the budget, right? The Congress appropriates the money for the department so the Congress can approve or disapprove the department's budget. Well, guess what? Once again, the CFPB doesn't operate according to that. The Congress does not, in fact, appropriate the CFPB's budget directly and cannot modify it. CFPB is funded by a fixed percentage of the funding for the Federal Reserve. And it's a small enough percentage that you can't say, I don't like what the CFPB is doing. I'm going to cut the funding for the Federal Reserve. That's too big and too important. So they are also held unaccountable. Well, what do you think happens to an organization whose budget is unaccountable and whose head is able to serve without the uh, pressure of the chief executive? They can do whatever the hell they want. Absolutely, and it runs out of control. So one of the first examples is they build themselves a headquarters. Isn't that nice? And they wind up going $200 million over budget. But who's held accountable for it? Nobody. So along comes the Trump administration. Wow. And when Richard Cordray decides to step down to go back into his political hackdom of a candidate and decides to run for governor 
of Ohio, now there's an opportunity with a resignation to appoint a new director. Well, Cordray picks somebody to be his deputy and tries to fix the table so that she, Leandra English, would automatically succeed him and once again be out of the reach of the accountability of the executive. Wait a minute, wait. So instead, they slide Miss Mulvaney in there temporarily as acting director, and now he's ready to step down, and he has picked out who he wants to come behind him, a woman named Kathy Craninger. And the left is going absolutely bonkers because, in their opinion, she's not qualified. Well, guess what? Mick Mulvaney wanted to cut the budget at CFPB to zero. Can't do that because of the way the thing is set up. So he wants to make the uh, department, the, the organization, smaller. If you can't completely get rid of it, then you make it as small as possible. That involves fundamental restructuring. So you've got to have somebody in there with the mentality of small government and accountable government. That's what he's got with his selection of Kathy Craninger. And when you hear the left scream about how somehow she's not accountable because she doesn't have deep experience in financial regulation, that is a complete and utter smokescreen. What they're trying to do, Doc, is protect a political fiefdom. Why does this bureau even exist I mean, it was really kind of sketchy whether it was needed. You know, it was re- very um, uh, kind of knee-jerk reaction for the time. What do they do? What do they claim they do, Colin? Well, what they claim to do is what's in their name, consumer protection. But how? Consumer I mean, what, what are they out there doing every day that's protecting well, consumers? In, in theory, that doing, yeah. doing things like bank regulation. And what they've done, in fact, is destroy community banking, one of the most I would argue, accountable and responsible segments of our entire uh, financial system are good community banks who invest in the businesses in their area, who help develop businesses that the bank owners know, and all of the stuff that is the essence of small business financing. And by oppressive regulations, ostensibly in the public interest, they've driven community banks virtually out of existence. So that's the tremendous power they have. And if the Congress, for instance, a member of Congress might be uh, approached by a number of constituents who say, wait a minute, this CFPB has just closed my bank, a bank that I've worked with that has been around for 50, 100 years. Everyone knows them. Everyone trusts them. And they shut them down. So enough of that happens. Members of Congress say, well, wait a minute, what can we do about this? And the answer is virtually nothing until the thing is entirely restructured. That's what the focus ought to be. You want somebody who's got a perspective of small government restructuring, strip things down to the essentials. That's the mentality you want, not somebody who's got a deep experience in financial regulation. I they ought to be doing less, not more. I would think, based on what they claim they're they're doing, you know, protecting consumers, I could probably come up with five, six, seven, maybe more layers of true protection that already exists in the world and in our government to protect consumers. There's other agencies. There's the fact that we vote for people, you know, that, that represent us. Um, there is the, the legal system where you can sue for fraud. There's all of these things that would protect the consumer. Well, you say that your show is about the collision of common sense and comedy. I'll yeah. tell you what you've just demonstrated is the collision between common sense and bureaucracy. Right, right. And it That's ought, it. It ought to be a violent collision. 
It should. That's what this administration is all about. So, um, has there been any talk of getting rid of this bureau instead of just trying to populate it with better people and redirect it? Yes, but it's very hard to get rid of because the way it was structured. So in the interim, you've got to have somebody heading the bureau who does not believe gotcha. that the bureau is somehow God's gift to uh, to the common man. And that's always going to be tricky because it's difficult to find uh, people that are willing to put themselves out of a job. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Find, find, find a bureaucrat who's opposed to bureaucracy. <laughs> uh, I think that Kathy Cronin is probably about as close as you can get. So that's the way you ought to be looking at that. And your listeners ought to be looking at that. So the action point, Doc, is to ask your listeners to contact their senator and say, we need somebody at the CFPB who doesn't believe in the agency. Mm-hmm. Kathy Croninger is the perfect person. She'll be responsible. Um, and, and therefore, that's what we need, not some sort of uh, tenured regulator. Colin, great information. Thank you so much. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and uh, tweet out and post on my Facebook page a link to the story that you have, uh, the opinion piece on foxnews.com, so people could check it out, and hopefully they will do just that. They'll say, hey, you need to help promote Kathy, and then let's ultimately shut this thing down when we can. Spectacular, Doc. Have a great day. Have a great day, buddy. Appreciate it. Colin Hanna, president of Let Freedom Ring. I remember when they first started uh, with this Consumer Financial Protection Bureau and just the fact that Elizabeth Warren was so hell-bent on it. I should tell you right off that it is a problem. But think about all the different levels of protection that the consumer would have. I mean, you've got entire federal agencies, multiple ones. But even before you get to that, you've got people in office that we vote for that we can say, hey, you need to change the law that says you can or can't sue based on this. Or it's a crime if you fraud somebody this way or that way. We've got that. And then the laws itself, the laws uh, that already exist, that aside from criminal laws, you've also got civil laws that I can claim Chris scammed me out of this or Kirk Jones scammed me out of something else and I can sue him for that. And then, of course, the criminal laws, if you violated certain things. These are all at our disposal all the time. I have had it up to here with government agencies being created. I'm tired of it. It's time we start shutting these things down. They're not doing anything. Actually, that's wrong. They are doing something. They're costing us money and wasting our time. All it does is create additional hurdles and obstacles for people who actually want to get things done. Yes, basic protections for people in society is a good thing. Having recourse in order to make sure things are handled properly. The, the fact that you can sue people civilly is a great equalizer. The one flaw with that is, of course, we need loser pay laws, so you're not using it just to punish people. But as long as we have the ability to sue people civilly, we're good with this stuff. Prove it. And then, of course, basic laws against fraud. We've got to shut this down. Consumer Fraud uh, Financial Protection Bureau, the CFPB. And again, I'll share Colin's information on Twitter so you can hopefully share it and say we got to change this thing. Quick break, back with more. In the meantime, get your tweets in with the hashtag, what I learned today. Your attention, please. We are the number one show on the planet. The president said so. You're listening to The Morning Blaze, the number one listened to show on the planet. I'm talking billions and billions of people. Believe me. Believe me. See? This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.
Instead of punching a total stranger this morning, punch these numbers into your phone. 888-900-3393. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. All right, you ready for a little more crazy? I'm ready. Have you had your fill to, uh, yet today? Uh, not yet. Actually, you know, I would like to have more. A little yes. bit more. Just yes. a little hesitant. A little bit more. Facebook employees get free meals at their office. Oh, that's pretty cool. It's a really nice perk, um, right? And I don't, I don't know what the structure is. I don't know if, if everything is unlimited. If That's you can have cool. 14 meals, I don't know if you get one a day, mm. if only certain people. But as part of your compensation package, food, some people, maybe all, get free meals at the headquarters. Good. <clears throat> Good. That's a nice perk, right? Did, have you heard yeah. this story? What's going on? No, with this? no okay. I haven't. Well, Facebook is getting ready to move to a new location called oh, really? uh, it's a different city mountain view uh the complex is called the village but still in california yeah oh, okay, nearby okay, it's okay. moving over a city I, the okay. way i understand it but they're going to move and it's getting ready to open up and i think they've been working on this a long time well when they move to the new the village mm-hmm. they're no longer going to offer food as a perk okay and what's wrong with that what do you mean what's wrong with not offering yeah. it? yeah it's the, it's their call no it's not their call it's not their call they want to offer food as a perk. Well, why can't they? It might be illegal. What? The city is banning it. Why? Because um, subsidizing meals like this, giving them free meals, will ho- hurt local restaurants and cafes. What about schools? Does school give kids food? <clears throat> yeah, you can buy lunches there or whatever, yeah. Okay, so is, uh, isn't isn't a subsidized school lunches program as well? Um, yeah, subsidized, yeah. So why they're not well, banning all school that? lunches technically are subsidized. Yeah. You get this reason they're not $5 or no, 6 like you like got somewhere else. It's a dollar and a yeah. half or two or three or whatever, yeah. Um, yeah, that would be similar. But they say, listen, this, um, this drives uh, cafeterias and restaurants and cafes out of business. Because it discourages workers from leaving their offices at lunchtime and that. So they just stay there and they say, okay, here we go. Wow. This city is disgusting. Something that should be like applaud that a company, Uh, a corporation uh, is is, taking care of their- Work it, baby. Go. Go with it. Go. (laughs) It's it's literally working to Uh help their people Uh and actually give them free stuff. Preach. You can't do that. Can't do it. Here's, evil a corpor- corporation. Here's an evil corporation yes. who's saying, we're going to give you more stuff. Yes. And Free it's not stuff. good enough. This is, once again, progressive ideas conflicting with other progressive ideas. See, in the Doc Thompson plan, also known as free market and freedom... Do whatever the hell you want at the company. Yes. Hire people you want. You don't give them free meals or not. <laughs> yes. And if all of us are really acting with our base as uh, good people, we will say as corporations, we're going to make life as easy as yes. possible for people. And hey, if you want to start a restaurant or not, find your way in business. That's all fine. It's consistent. But they're saying, evil corporations, you don't treat people well enough. How about we give them a free meal? No, because it'll hurt local restaurants. So... Then you know what? That sh- that not nah, should challenge restaurants. Be like, okay, so what is Facebook meal this week? Okay, all right, we'll take that next level. You know what? If you bring your crappy food that Facebook gives it to you, and you bring it to us, we'll give you a free one. Would they also say that um, any of the other businesses, let's say any other tech business in there, yeah. let's whatever it would be, because this is going to affect other business. San Francisco yes. is working on this too. It's not just Mountain View. Um, 
let's say there's another tech business, a phone company, uh, some uh, software, hardware, whatever it is. And uh, they say, hey, we want to give some stuff product away. No, no, you can't. Unbelievable. You can't give it away. <laughs> Why not? If, uh, because if you give it away, then it would hurt those employees. Really? Yeah. Mm. Did you say that? Whatever, yeah. you know? No, for example, uh, the McDonald's that, you know, in Orlando, they give free food to their employees. So you're telling me that a fast food restaurant, because I bet you some fast food restaurant would be like, hey, you're an employee. Okay, you don't get paid. Well, you know what? You launch this on us. So they can't do that? Um, I you, absolutely you can't do that now, right? So the what are you doing? Let's say the local cafes and restaurants that are nearby, okay. they don't want them hurt. So the the bosses in mm-hmm. that in Mountain View, whatever, uh, in those restaurants, those restaurants say, hey, we're going to give you employees, we're going to give you a phone discount, we're going to give you a free phone mm-hmm. for working yeah. here. Lot lots of people get phones yeah. to their business or whatever, right? Yep. We're going to give you that. Um, are they going to say you can't do that because you hurt you Google hurting, and Facebook yes. and, and Apple and everybody else in the neighborhood? Just go down the rabbit you're, hole. You're, you're, okay. Where does it end? What it they're doing ends. is, again, social engineering this stuff. They're saying we will determine across the board how much and everything. It, this is the um, a system will be in place. We as government will control it all. We will control the means of production and we will redole it out and who will get to use what, how much you'll get to have. That is the socialist dream. We are the only one that can give you free food. How dare that evil corporation tries to take care of their Yeah, what about that? What about the government, those very people that are um, handing out free food and welfare? I'm sorry. If I'm the government and I see a company like Facebook saying, you know what? We will give free food to our good. You know, is there anything that the government can do to help you to do that so we could cut back? And I don't know, put that money that we save into our debt. Uh, shouldn't they also then uh, ban supermarkets? Yes. Because people may pack their lunch? Yes. You can. You know what? We've mandated that if you work at Facebook, the local government says we've mandated you cannot pack your lunch. No, you have because, to buy. Well, you don't have to buy. We're not saying that. No. You could go hungry. You could go hungry? Yeah, but if you pack your lunch, you're going to hurt, hurt local cafes and, and restaurants. You're so going to hurt that. Banning straw, banning companies mm-hmm. to give free food to them. What, what else is left in California to ban? Oh, Seriously. there's still a lot of stuff they what? can get to. There's going to be all kinds of things like plastic. Oh, they already did, they already did that. Yeah, they Smog. Oh, they already did that. Yeah, there's uh, it's every, uh, 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 white Christian men. Sadly, Doc Thompson. They really, they've really just kind of discouraged have, them. Have you checked the numbers? <laughs> so I, think, I don't know if there's a ban in place, but they, they don't have to. No, they don't, they don't have, have to, to get that, that one. thing done. No. Uh, if you are somebody that is decided you are bailing from um, Silicon Valley area, you're like, these people are crazy. You're bailing from California. We got to get the hell out of here. And you got to sell your home. You may find some difficulty in doing that if you're using the wrong real estate agents. That's I understand how this horrible. stuff works. Yeah. There are a lot of wrong real estate agents yes. out there. They don't understand how this works. They Many real estate agents really don't get it. And many people that buy or sign up and use the services of a real estate agent don't understand that their goal is to do as little for you as possible and sell your home. Balloons and cookies is, don't work anymore. Right. They, but of course you understand they're going to make more money if they have to do less work. That's fine. But you need to sell your home. And if they're not doing the work, and like you said, it's just balloons and cookies, and that's not the way forward, you're not going to be able to sell it. Try realestateagentsitrust.com. Glenn and Tanya started the company because they had trouble selling one of their homes and realized there's got to be a better way. This is a trusted network of over 1,200 agents that have been vetted rigorously and qualified by Glenn's team. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. 
Get moving today with realestateagentsitrust.com. Let their agents earn your business. Real Estate Agents I Trust. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. The Blaze Radio Network. Yes, please. This is the Morning Blaze. Wow, there is a uh, an interesting case out of Oregon as well. A little Ooh. craziness here. Um, some ways, not quite as crazy. Okay, an Oregon high school student has successfully sued okay. his high school because the administration violated his First Amendment rights. And that was earlier this year. Now he's 18 years of age. His name is Addison Barnes, Liberty High School in Oregon. I think it's near Portland. Um, he's going to school. It's the Hillsboro School District. He's going to school, and he wore a T-shirt that the school district said I, is somehow troubling, okay. and he must cover it up. Okay. And he refused, and they suspended him, and he sued. Okay. The T-shirt is a pro Donald Trump T-shirt. Uh, I figure that. Okay. It features a border wall. Oh. And some quotes like the wall just got ten feet higher. <laughs> It's a little triggering, a little triggering. Okay, now, that by itself, I don't see why it's a problem. What's what's the problem with it? It's was a shirt. it was was it swearing? Was it dirty? Yeah. Um, did it say illegals? Even if even if it had said illegals, mm-hmm. I wouldn't support their banning it. No. But I could understand where they're saying, well, you're getting into a race thing. You wouldn't be. No. But, okay, I got it, right? It's nothing like that. No. Border wall construction company, and it said the wall just got 10 feet higher, right? And it has a little man, you know, construction man (laughs) holding a working bean. It says Donald Trump on the top. There's, I don't see anything here that says racism, that is like nude. That is, I don't see any issue with this. I mean, the racism, if you're even going to head down that road, it's still two or three pieces removed from this. Yes. It really yes. is. It yes. didn't have a graphic of an illegal, none Trying of that to stuff. Trying to climb, you know, deporting an illegal. No. So, okay, fine. On top of that, he didn't just randomly wear the shirt. He also wore it uh, in his people and politics class. Oh, so it because was. it was Immigration Day. Okay. Okay. Shouldn't he be given bonus points? Yes. He actually wore something in? Yes. Does it mean by him wearing it, he agrees with it? No, it does not. Especially when you're wearing it for a class. Thank no, you. No, it doesn't. Now, he likely does. Yeah. But regardless, people in politics, you challenge these ideas all the time. You tell us students in high school now, not just college, no. you've got to throw away all these old conservative ideas from your parents and grandparents. We've got to expose them to new ideas and challenge their thinking. It's critical thinking after all. How dare you just stick in your own little world? They tell them that all the time. It works the other way. The gate swings both ways. And you're going to say you can't offer any critical thinking on this. You can't use it as a teachable moment. You couldn't open up a class discussion on it? <laughs> it no. Would, it would have been a perfect, <clears throat> perfect class discussion. Instead, the snowflakes that run Liberty High School. I'm sorry? Liberty High School. The <laughs> snowflakes that run it, including his principal, Greg Timmons, 
melted down and said, you must cover up your shirt. It's offensive. Wow. So good for Addison. He sued the school district and the school district decided to settle. Good. Good. He has been given a, let me show you get this right. A formal written apology. Okay. And $25,000 settlement. Oh, hello. Oh, I wish a teacher would have done this to me. I need $25,000. Here's the thing about that. You ready? Yes. Your rights are violated all the damn time. And so are mine. Yes. My rights are constantly violated. I don't get any money out of it. No. They just go on being violated. Yes. All the time. All uh, the stuff. Straw bans. Yes. And I uh, can't get Gun. a free lunch because my company's offering me one bans. And people kneeling during the national anthem and all of this. There's and vi- the rights violated all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And am I getting money? Oh, I think I think we just start suing, Doc. I think if we just start suing, we'll we'll get a win somehow. Just we know some lawyers. Cash. We we know lawyers. Yeah, that's true. We got to start targeting. I need some money. <laughs> now he says a lot of this is going to his legal bills, and maybe that's true. I hope he walks away with some cash. Oh, if someone the kid's is, eighteen, if someone is charging him for this case. <clears throat> Oh, come on, lawyers. You've well, I mean, it. he may have gone to the lawyers and done a deal, and they said, we will take it in billable hours, so I don't fault them. You know, yeah. if that was the deal they did, uh, it would have been nice if somebody done it pro bono. Yeah. Um, I don't know how, what the billable hours or if they're going to take a percentage of the settlement or what. I, I mean, the lawyers get money, cool. Yeah. I just hope he gets a big chunk of money, yeah. too. I mean, you're 18, you're going to college, or you're going to trade school, or you've got to start your world. Good. At least give the guy you know, 10 yeah. grand out of yeah. this thing. Um, I don't know if I would have settled for 25 at that point. No, I would have not settled, Doc Thompson. You hurt me. You, I mean, if, if the lawyers are getting a lot of that, I'm not settling for 25. At least a half a million. Former a formal apology, and um, if I'm walking away with 10 grand at that age, that, I probably would have done that. That'd mm-hmm. be all right. That's a, that's a good little start. It is. It is. It is. Um, but uh, the good thing is hopefully this will stop future problems. The school district said that they uh, decided to settle to avoid the cost and disruption of litigation. Here's the thing. You would have uh, stopped that a long time ago if you just let the kid wear the damn shirt. I'm sorry. You just let the kid wear the damn shirt. The uh, principal wrote... Um, of course he did. Please accept my apologies for charging you with a suspension and wish uh, best uh, wishes to you in the future. You know that principal does not wish him the best in the future. He does not. Do we, do we get a superintendent? What were the officers, uh, communication officers? Did uh, I didn't a, hear what did they <laughs> said. Likely they were busy, though, communicating this. They likely said, please accept my apologies for charging you suspension. Best wishes in the future. Okay. Likely something like okay. that or whatever. You know, I get... Staunch defender of the First Amendment. Staunch defender. It's at the core of everything we do. So I absolutely defend the First Amendment. I don't necessarily agree or have a problem with some kids' rights being infringed in schools. I would say certainly when it comes to private schools because Mm -hmm. you don't have to and for the purposes of things like dress codes. Yes. Okay. Put the kids in uniform. Sit down. Shut up and start learning. Thank you. I understand when it comes to public schools, if that is the school that you are assigned to go to and you don't have you know any other choice, it's in your neighborhood, okay, then they are infringing and you don't have any way out You know, mm-hmm. if you're going to school. I get that. It's kind of a tricky one for me mm-hmm. because as much as I defend their First Amendment rights, uh, sit down and shut up and stop protesting you're in school. Mm-hmm. You know, there have to be some laws yes. in school. Yes. Um, it gets into some weird things when it comes to First Liberty when we talk to them. 
yeah, I don't think you're right to, you know, believe or wear a cross of David or something or a star mm-hmm. of David or a cross in your school. Yeah. Stopping people from that's not affecting or triggering anybody else. But when it comes to dress codes, I do get that. Yeah. You know, I understand it. Yep. As long as you're not going to have an everybody in the same uniform dress code. Yeah. You shouldn't be limiting the kid from wearing a shirt that said it's certainly not an offensive one no. like that. That was no. not troubling at no. all. Not at all. Um, but this has been a, an ongoing theme. There's a famous uh, student free rights, uh, free speech rights case, Tinker versus Des Moines, which was cited in this case. So there's some precedent. This one went all the way to the Supreme Court. So they had it on their side and said, boom, Tinker versus Des Moines. It's being ruled. It, yeah. And the Tinker versus Des Moines, it sided with students who had been suspended for. I don't know. Wearing black armbands to protest the Vietnam War. Wow. Now, Tinker versus Des Moines is the one that First Liberty has cited yes. with us. Yep. And it says students don't shed their constitutional rights at the schoolhouse gates. But the interesting part, you've now got leftists out there arguing against a really benign shirt. Something really not a problem. Not a problem. No But they are so sensitive to it because they want to blur the lines of immigration and illegals and race and all this other stuff that were likely some of the same people that protested the Vietnam War, the hippies out there. As much as I think some of the concepts in recent Vietnam were flawed, certainly the execution was, the soldiers didn't do anything wrong out there, but these hippies were out there with some really flawed ideas, they were leftists at the time, certainly liberals and possibly a lot of them progressive as well. We know the uh, Francis uh, Fox Piven characters that were part of this whole generation. They were the ones who protested and said, how dare you say I can't wear a black armband to protest the Vietnam War. And now some of them, many of them, have been running these school districts that led to this thought that says you can't wear an armband once or or, a shirt that we don't agree with once again showing that their ideas come in conflict they are not consistent with this stuff unbelievable unbelievable where is your consistency if you wanted or supported them being able to protest the vietnam war sit down and shut up when the guy actually protests in support of trump or against trump Yep. Sit down and shut up. Yep. He could have had a shirt that said, I hate illegals. Uh, they all need to be kicked out. Uh, he doesn't have a right to first uh, free speech? He does. Well, it's targeting. Uh, I don't care. I don't care if it's about race then. Yeah. If you ruled on this, that you could. Fine. I don't like black people. I don't like white people. I don't like Jews. I don't like whatever. Well, that's offensive because okay. I don't care. That's a First Amendment right. Yes. Sit down and shut the hell up. Yes. You don't have it two ways, guys. As much as you keep struggling to have it in your crazy progressive world, you don't get it that way, and I'm not going to let you have it that way. I will discuss with you, and we can work out details because you may have some more liberal policies or ideas. Fine, but I am not going to let you have the the double standard hypocrisy of progressivism. I'm not going to let you have it. Unbelievable. Okay, so did you see the guy who was tearing up the Trump uh, star yeah. on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? I saw fame? that, yeah. yeah. Do we have an update on that, by the way? Uh, so it was destroyed, or wait a minute, it was vandalized times before. Yes. They wrote was, on it, they did a Nazi thing. Yeah. Did they actually crack it once before? I think no, no, they no, did. it was never cracked. It was never because 
most of it was just done like graffitis. Um, people just throwing literally feces and stuff like that on it. Yeah. Um, but it was never cracked until yesterday. And a guy takes a pickaxe. <laughs> he went which, to town. That's a bit of a fail. You want to start with a sledge on that. Yes. You got to crack it first. Mm-hmm. The pick's going to be nice because you get under it, but mm-hmm. you got to um, you got to get it under it with the hammer. You yes. sledgehammer and you bring just that go. down on it. Just Once it's cracked, then you can pry it up. That's you how you go. do that. Yes. But regardless, he was out there just whacking away at it and finally destroyed the thing. He did it um, under the cover of darkness in the middle of the night. Yeah. And the police didn't have him. Yeah. But then after he did it, he turned himself into the police. <laughs> and I thought this was odd because I thought, okay, what's Again, your motivation here. Yeah, what's your motivation? Okay, yep. you're triggered by Trump. Got it. Okay. Now you're triggered by him. <laughs> You've Again, all this time it's been building and now you, okay, that happens at times. Mm-hmm. And then you say, and I'm just, that guy, I've got a, the star. Yeah. Let me go after it. And by the way, this star is not something that they gave to him just because he's president. No. He got it when he was on TV and NBC. Right. So it has nothing to do with him right now. Right. So, at all. You're this triggered about it, right? You got the whole thing, and you're going to act by destroying the star, which does what? What good? Nothing. The best I can say for this little guy is that uh, it let him blow off some steam. Yes. he could. Yes. But it's not going to change anybody's mind. No. Okay. No. Well, you turn yourself in. So how does that play? And I thought this through. Okay. You're so triggered. You go out there, you destroy it, and as you're bringing down the final pickaxe blows, axe blows, and the shatters, you think to yourself, "Oh my God, what have I done? <laughs> I've become a monster. I've become one of those people I hate." I'm gonna go to the police station, and turn myself in. <laughs> Do you think that's what happened? No, Doc Thompson. Do you think he? Aha! Uh, I did some good here, and he walked when he's walking down the street, and he said, "Nah, he's gonna find me anyways. Let me just get this over with on my terms." <laughs> Do you think that's what happened? No. So, what was his motivation for turning himself in? A murder? A martyr? Whatever you call it. A martyr or for the attention. Yeah. I saw this story yesterday. I was thinking about that. I'm like, he had to have done this because he's <laughs> going to benefit somehow. Yep. And sure enough, this morning, the videos have, the video? have emerged. Yep. And even though the police were not there, nope. there were full-fledged cameras. cameras. There were not little just no. iPhone and Galaxy or your uh, Motorola. It was a full production M- value. Oh, yeah. Not just your Motorola M4 nope. that you can get for $4 a month at uh, <laughs> patriotmobile.com slash doc. It was none of that. No. Full production value lights. with lights. With lights. Which means it's even more than I thought. Yes. This is for a documentary. Yes. This clown's going to put this up there. Yes. This is coming. Mark my words. Yes. yes. So the media covering this because they want to show, look at the dissension and how people hate Trump and the country is being torn apart only by Trump because Obama was just a uniter we were together then being torn apart by trump they're just promoting this clown and his future movie and whatever else they're doing with it yep and by the way someone tweeted out yesterday the best part about trump star being destroyed is that it will cost thirty thousand dollars to install one star and the hollywood historic trust is responsible for the repairs and the maintenance not trump and and they have to do it right yes they have to repair it they have to repair it now, of course, they could charge the guy and make him pay for it, but they have to pay for it. You morons. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Chris. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. What oh are my you gosh. thinking? Oh, I don't think we could do it fast enough. I got a moneymaker scam. 
It's not even a scam. Well, it's kind of a scam. Okay. Okay. There's a lie involved, but yeah. Okay. Here's what we do. Okay. I'm serious about this. <clears throat> I thought, okay, imagine the star they tore up. What did they do with the old one? What did they do with those pieces? Mm. I don't know if anybody took them. They cleaned it up. Whatever. Evidence? Maybe. And they're going to put a new one down or there'll yeah. be a hole until they do whatever. Mm-hmm. Fine. We go get the same colored little marble. And sell it? And we sell it out on the streets for a hundred bucks a piece. This is it. There's a finite amount of the former Donald Trump star, <laughs> right? Everyone's going to know the story. Yep. Right? Can yep. This would be awesome. It will be awesome. So yeah, dude, tell me people wouldn't buy it if they of thought it was a limited amount, would. especially of with course. all those crackpots. Yes. There. Look at this guy. I'm looking at the video now. He's got a full uh, uh, vest. Why does he have that vest on? Why does he have the workman's vest on? Because he's doing work. No, it's, so you the- put that on because this is for the video. This is for the documentary or whatever. <laughs> this is for, he's working. He's a hard, look. He had a hard hat and everything. Look, and, and he put up boots. cones. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> Chris, we got to go and sell it. <laughs> Donald Trump. We, the, yes, the guy tore him up. Yes, the resistance. We that's we the resistance. Uh, I love it. We'd sell a boatload yes, of those will. little yes, pieces because you know, like the Berlin Wall fell and they sold yeah, a little they chunk they or whatever. Chunks, yeah, dude, we could crush that. No pun intended. <laughs> we got to get a similar color and we stand out yes. there on the sidewalk and do it. And by the way, you don't have to worry about the city like telling you you can't do it because no. it's anti-Trump. Yes. You're like, and you just change a bunch of stuff, anti-Trump stuff or whatever. You can own a piece of this, the despicable star. We took it down. History in the making as part of the resistance. All kinds of whatever crap. As long as I'm making money, I don't care. <laughs> Dude, that would sell. I'm telling you. And, yeah. and you liken it to the Berlin Wall. Yes. Invoke yes. that. Absolutely. Yes. 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 And by the way, you can get a piece of the Berlin Wall. We found a couple of leftover pieces, but they're so old now. It's going to really it. cost you. I got yes. a piece. I do have a couple of pieces of those. You do? Yes, Chris, I do. Would you like to buy some? I would like to buy some. I'll go out in the parking lot. I mean, in under lock and key in my safe and get it. In your Liberty safe? My Liberty safe, which is located in the parking lot around the back where the sidewalk is coming up. Brickhouse Nutrition's Dawn to Dusk is available for you at BrickhouseDoc.com. An opportunity for you to eat like you should be eating, consuming more vegetables, and you're likely not getting them in your diet. You're not getting them because you don't like to eat them, because you don't like the way they taste. It's just confusing. It's complicated. You got to clean them. You're not a chef. Any of these things. You need those vegetables. This is the key to good health and losing weight, too. And you can get it with powdered vegetables, not an extract, not avoiding them eating something else, not just the vitamins or the supplements. You take a scoop of this stuff, you mix it with some liquid. They recommend eight ounces of water, drink it down. You got a supply of vegetables. That is one full serving per scoop and you are ready to go. Your kids don't like vegetables. It's good for them as too. You can put it in smoothies if you want to hide it that way. Whatever it is, just go to BrickHouseDoc.com to get that into your system. Brickhouse doc.com and look for field of greens you can mix it with other you know beverages as well you can mix it with virtually anything i guess chris has not tried it yet with tequila i know it's his national drink but he has not tried it with it's not my national drink rum is the national drink mexico's mexicans i'm not a mexican i'm a puerto rican oh have you tried it with rum no Hmm. what are you waiting for Mm. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's Mordecai's <laughs> national drink. I'm just saying. I don't know. Theoretically, you could you know try it with anything. You guys as long suck. as you order it at BrickHouseDoc.com. It's called Field of Greens. You'll love it. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag What I Learned Today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. 
Thompson. 888-900-3393. All righty, that is it, ladies and gentlemen, the end of the morning plays. But before we go, as always, let's find out what we learned today. We learned from Connecticut select woman Melissa Schlag, the Pledge of Allegiance does not have anything to do with the flag. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> we learned when straws are outlawed, only outlaws will have straws. Uh. It's true, true. We learned the resistance pays well. Yes. And I'm on board. I'm on board, too. Not in, in you know, ideology, just no, the no, paid no. part. In, in, yes. I'll yes. lie to those asses. Yes. I'll lie all day. Like, yeah, resistance, yes. Donald Trump, baby. Yeah. <laughs> what do I care? What, I'm going to be moral to them? Come on, man. Thank you. We learned if your rights are being infringed without a $25,000 payday, you're doing it wrong. And by that, I mean I am doing it wrong. And by that, I mean Chris is doing it wrong, too. We're doing it wrong, dude. Chris Cruz, what, if anything, did you learn today? My preferred pronoun is (laughs) Star-Lord. Please call me Star-Lord. Ooga chucka, ooga chucka. (laughs) That's mine. Uh, Just because you destroy Star in Hollywood, it doesn't make Clinton president. It doesn't, as much as you may want it to. And think about it. How can you impeach Trump? Just destroy his star. That's it. That comes. That's automatic impeachment. It, it, he's automatic. out now. He's out. Yeah, he's done now. Yeah. Oh, Mike, so Mike Pence. Pence. Is, yeah, that's it. Congratulations. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> is that it? Yeah. All right. Kirk Jones, spin of the dials, radio style, Dallas, Texas, Mercury Studios Day. What, if anything, did you learn today? I learned today that Chris Cruz does not need Richie Zoom. He does not need Ridgey's Thank you, Kirk. Thank you. He does not. It's too late. The chair is already destroyed. He doesn't (laughs) need it anymore. What the hell? Chris Cruz, what if anything did the listeners learn today? TJ Toppin saying, wow, Jeffy hasn't broken a chair? No, I didn't say that. I said he has not broken this chair. Oh, okay. Or these chairs in this studio. <laughs> oh, and I the, did. Have you seen the divot in the couch? <laughs> have you seen all the other, the chair graveyard in the back from Jeffy? <laughs> we got a whole wing of the building with broken chairs that were formerly Jeffy's chair. Angry Just Beaver. he hasn't gotten to these ones yet. He, and, and let's be honest, he weakened that one. Yes, uh, he weakened all of them. Angry Beaver saying, Whoa. I tried to buy a straw today in California. I was fingerprinted. See, got to be taken... <laughs> Come on, man. Isn't Neil- that just the good or the betterment of society? <laughs> Neil before Zach saying, when plastics drinking straws are outlaws, only outlaws will have plastic drinking straw and the ability to drink without ruining their mustache. Oh, good, good. So yep, he yep, trumped yep, me on yep, that yep, or whatever. Yep. All I know is they can have my drinking straw for uh, my milkshake when they pry it for my cold, sticky, banana-flavored, yummy-ass fingers. <laughs> yeah. You another one? The C42 saying progressives be like, give your co-workers free stuff. No, no, no. Wait, wait. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> you know what? I didn't get to the new numbers of procrastination. Uh, I was supposed to start with them yes, today. Yes, you were. How about I do them uh, right after I do the Friday leftovers tomorrow? Okay. And yeah, uh, yeah so we get that. Yeah, we got Friday leftovers. What is Plan F coming up in his broadcast? Uh, he's talking to Dan Abram. Ab- Abrams. Abrams? Abrams. Dan Abrams, yeah. That yeah. sounds a little closer to Sorry. it. What is Glenn wearing today? Six-inch hooker heels. Is he wearing the lipstick that matches? Yes! Okay, good. This is going to be a good yes, show today. It's gonna this be is going to be good. Remember, the Morning Blaze is today a Chris Cruz production. Six Semper Tyrannus. Good night, Steve Cannon. Wherever, Wherever you, you are. are. Anya, now you go home. You're so fast today. That's it. I know. I'm out. I got things to do. You got things to do? Why am I sitting here later? Okay, bye. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Part of the next generation of talk radio. This is the Blaze Radio Network. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. 
This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.